Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 402, recorded on November 17th, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about Justin's episode 401, the Game Awards nominations, and whether or not we will ever be the same after New York. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey, what's up, everybody? We can be together after New York, even though it was pretty awesome. All the dads are here for episode 402, and it is November the 17th, 2022, just a week before real Thanksgiving, not the Canadian one that happens on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> joining me on the show tonight is the entire cast of the Nintendo Dads podcast, and we're glad that you are listening. You're here as well. But uh, let's go around the horn here and see how everybody's doing. Jesse Waldack, seven-year employee running, uh, current container of the entity known as Robo Jesse, and time-traveling Pokemon player from the future. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't think my legs have fully, still fully recovered over New York, but uh, uh, and you know I've had a bit of an itchy throat, so I might sounds kind of funny later. But uh, other than that, I think I'm doing pretty good. Apparently, I made uh, Marty cough. Well, I didn't hear those, anything. All different. of those things that he, you named him as all are encompassed under that one name, his new name, which is the Wizard. The Wizard. Yes, the Wizard. <laughs> Even has a wizard beard. I, I mean, I, yes, it fits right home to throw a fireball in your face. Uh, speaking of throwing fireballs in faces, Justin <laughs> Masson, looking Hold like on, folks. I, I mentioned earlier. For those of you who are listening audio and can't see this, Justin looks like he's about to go catch some Pokemon. Uh, Man, he's got I'm, the red I'm, hat on. He's got the glasses. He's got the, the vest. I'm By just, the way, why are you still wearing that vest? It makes you look fat. I know. It does make me look fat, right? And also, awesome. also dogs are awesome. Dogs are They're the only one who care about us. Yeah, exactly. Dogs, exactly. dogs are the only ones. Dogs are, are the only ones. No, it's great. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure excited for the Pokemans, Scarlet, no, and the Z-Lots, no, you're not. Violets. Don't lie. And the and the trainer from the future and crazy prehistoric lady and uh, I could care less. I'm just I'm just so excited that like after tomorrow I can stop seeing it in my Twitter thread of people who are like retweet to give away copies of this game and blah blah blah. And I'm like I just I just don't I just don't care. Now you know I just, how I, I felt don't want when Xenoblade came out. Yeah, it's just so painful. It's just so painful. And nobody's going to know they won because Twitter's going to shut down when we're all asleep. Nobody, nobody knows. <laughs> Is it, yeah, that's right. It's supposed to going to blow up. It's going to be there. Uh, speaking of shutting down, yes, I'm off. I'm very close to it. How are you? <laughs> are you really close to shut down? I, no, I am. I am so tired from this week. I don't know. It's like back to like a full week of work <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. So it's like crazy. Full weeks of work are terrible. Yep. I, I don't know. Okay. I, have, I haven't had one of those since August. Because you, uh, you're a wizard. Because you're a wizard. <laughs> Wizards get away with that. That's right. So. He's wizarded his way into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, How you doing, Marty? Been, <clears throat> I was going to say, this has been kind of a, a crazy week, too. Um, back to a full week of work. Uh, had a semester-ending project in one of my classes uh, that's worth 50% of my grade in that class. It's turned in though. Nice. It's turned in. Uh in the midst always, of that, my bo- isn't that the best feeling of it is. turning it's, in well, a project actually, of the, that the, scope? 
the best feeling will be when I get it back and I have a, a hopefully good grade. On it. Yes, that that is the best. Um, the the other thing is is that my body decided after uh, a trip to New York and two extra life events. Hey, this would be a great week to shut down. Sure would be. Uh, which is why I I sound like I'm you know talking to you through a wall of mucus because I am. <laughs> And I've already warned everybody, and I'll warn you on the audio show a portion and the video portion as well. If you see me leave, it's just because when I get this nasally stuff, I also get hiccups sometimes, and I'm not going to battle that for the yep. show. And so this is the point of the dad's part. This is the dad's part where we talk about our ailments and what, you know, and well, stuff Mark that's going to <laughs> uh, you know. But the mucus wall, didn't you know that Je- Jesse can you can back me up on this. This is a actual uh, magic, the gathering card, right? Mucus wall. Uh, <laughs> is there a mucus wall? Okay. It, it wouldn't surprise me. I was, I was more thinking of the boss fight from final <laughs> fantasy four, where you actually fight a wall that you have to yeah, kill before it mashes you. I think uh, they did something similar in 12. Oh, and then I found this button since you said that. Back in my day. <laughs> there it is. That's right. Back in my day. I didn't have a music mucus wall. Uh, well, guys, we've got a lot to dive into. It's been a while since we uh, have done it's a full a and proper show. Uh, and so let's just uh, take a running leap off the diamond board and uh, head straight into the news, shall we? Everyone in the deep end. Our news each and, oh my gosh, and we we don't know how to act anymore. <laughs> it's wow, it is, it's affected <laughs> us. Uh, the news is brought to us each and every week here on the show by you guys over at Patreon.com/backslash Nintendo Dads, and we want to say a huge thanks to all of our new patrons who have signed up uh, and those who have returned to us as well. Uh, you guys are awesome, and um, mention your names on the show next week because I don't have the. I don't have the thing pulled up. Stupid, stupid mistake. Well, but, if they hadn't changed it so so much, then we probably oh, would be able to find the it. Patreon's like, website is a dumpster fire now. They it's like awful. throw it all over the place. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I see so, 8-Bit Mitch was the last one to join on November yeah. 5th. Mitch, uh, thank you so and much. And then we had a couple in September. So yep. we appreciate it. So if you joined box. in September, eh. no, we love you anyway. Uh, but you can head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads for a little as a dollar a month. You can join in, be a part of our discord. Uh, $5 gets you the whole uh, slate of sub channels. $10 gets you pre and post show audio and an art card quarterly and $30 a month. gets you to be Patreon producer. And if you're on our Patreon producer level right now, be sure to be looking for a link very soon to schedule your next appearance on the show uh, via uh, Calendly. Isn't that right, Tim? Is that what we use? Is that the name of it? Yes, we use Calend- Calendly to for anybody who wants to. Yeah, and Justin wants to say something. I do. I'm raising my hand, right? Um, speaking of the amazing efforts of Patreon, um, Jesse, what level do our amazing Patreon folks get our show ad-free? Any level. 
any level any level <laughs> you mean if you don't like hearing me talk about gooder or manscaped and ads that can take up to five minutes you can head over to patreon.com slash nintendo dads and for a dollar a month receive all of our audio ad free boy that sounds like an amazing deal sounds like a bonus that's awesome. yeah if you don't like our ads well, that's okay some people don't head over to patreon.com slash nintendo dads or or patreon.com type in nintendo dads literally a dollar a month you get our show we send you an rss feed where you can put it into your podcast catcher of choice and you get our show ad free yeah. and let me throw Not this saying that too. we dislike manscape gooder glitch any of those people who've supported us but hey if you don't want to hear them anymore that's one way that you could do yep. it. yep and uh, i'll throw this out here at the top of the show too usually because we don't talk about it till the end but if you have a Twitch Prime subscription oh my gosh, uh, and you're Twitch not Prime. using it, you can uh, throw it our way and get access to the Discord as well. Um, there's lots of people, about 12 or 13, maybe 15, who do that right now. Uh, and so you can uh, do that. Tim. I just wanted to ask you guys, have you seen our latest tier images we have on our tiers? They look pretty snazzy. I, I have not. I have not. They've been there for a while, but nobody said anything. But that's wow. fine. Speaking speaking of subbing, I don't Ms. 1K3. That's amazing. Thank Ms. you so much for subbing. The, the Miz. Miz. He's another Pokemon gamer. He's the Miz. <laughs> whatever I do, I like whatever I do Pokemon streams, he's almost always there. I, Tim, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, due to the uh, recent uh, restructuring of the Patreon, uh, page, <laughs> I don't know how to get there. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dad slash community, it'll take you right uh, there. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, I'm just yeah, that's I'm new. Just hanging out over here. Uh, this really is the dumpster fire that we have. Yeah, we, it's, it's 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 not our yeah, fault. If you don't websites know that we're old and we can't handle the web changes like that without <laughs> advanced I just warning. Want, I'll, like, can can they? Oh, I see it. I see them now. Real time reactions to Patreon. There's a DK Island. There's a oh, oh, thank, good job, Tim. It was. I don't know what you're talking about. It was. It, yeah, was, it was some it was, magic. Nobody, uh, nobody, nobody else would run the show like that. Right? It was the Avatar right. Genie or the it Avatar was, Fairy. The Avatar Genie. That's yes. our new. That's our new cast member here on the Nintendo Dance. The Avatar Genie. Um, <laughs> Well, guys, let's dive in and talk about the news. This week was uh, all about the Game Awards nominations. The Game Awards coming up the first week in December, uh, I believe December 8th. Uh, and uh, lots to talk about here. Uh, Nintendo, uh, there's lots of Nintendo games that got nominated. Or lots of games, I won't say Nintendo games, lots of games that got nominated that are on the Switch, yeah. uh, including yeah. uh, Zelda I Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I remember back when we, you know, the Wii U era, when they would do this, there might be, I, 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 I type up everything and I highlight the ones that are on Nintendo system. It'd be lucky if it was three or four, but this, I think. Wow, that's a lot. This, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this year, I think has been the most, it's like, like a, a quarter of it is highlighted, it seems like, or a fifth of it. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom nominated for best most anticipated game. I'm um, just looking through some of these. Splatoon 3 uh, nominated for best multiplayer. 
Uh, Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope for Best Sim Strategy, Best Family Category, Nintendo Can't Lose because every game is uh, on the Switch. And Although really, think, all of they, them are. Didn't they lose it last year? They, they did. did. They lost, they yeah, lost it was last year. Two, it takes, it takes two, two. which is now on the, on the Switch. Switch. Yeah. Uh, out of those family games, though, only one of them is not a Nintendo uh, IP or Nintendo published game. It's Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker Saga. Uh, best role playing game, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Live Alive are both on there, uh, as well as Xenoblade Chronicles 3 getting nominated for Game of the Year. Um, Tunic. But the best role playing surprised me because four out of the five games are on Nintendo or yeah. are, are Nintendo games. That's yes, true. Live Alive. Legends Park Pokemon Legends Arceus Triangle Strategy and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Yeah, Elden Ring is the only one that's uh, not on there, and it'll probably end up winning. That, that'll definitely win. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tunic nominated in multiple categories. I know Justin, you uh, were super excited about Tunic coming to the Switch, um, and you said something I believe about uh, you were uh, a little surprised it didn't it wasn't up for Game of the Year. Yeah, I you know I I was a little bit shocked. I mean, I think when you look at the game of the year list, that was um, very much kind of what I actually be honest. As I look at the game of the year list, I, I didn't think Plague Tale Requiem would be in there. I, I think it was the challenge. I think sometimes with the game game awards is there is sometimes a little bit of a recency bias, um, and and so we're so often we forget those games in, in well. And if you remember, Jeff Keighley's system actually really works at it cuts off like the first or second week in november november 18th um, is the november cutoff 18th date. has a cutoff date which so for games again, hasn't happened window. yet yeah and like, then um sifu launches tomorrow and they it's been nominated three or four times uh scarlet and violet through yep. this tomorrow no show on these lists yeah and so people kind of forget games in in the, in the first, excuse me, first half of the year. So I was actually a little, so I was seeing a little bit of a recency bias. I was a little bit shocked about Pl- a Plague Tale, if I'm very honest here. Um, Stray was the other one that shocked me. I really yeah. actually thought Tunic would be in the spot of Stray. Not saying that it need you needed a, a kind of a triple A AAA game, triple A indie to be there. But I think the the attention, the conversation, the the kind of cultural touch point that Tunic was for a little bit. Now it's not it's not a game without flaws for sure. But I just actually really was was quite shocked it was not in game of the year in my in my own personal opinion um, because I know there's it's 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 uh, pretty high on a lot of people's lists. Uh, Elden Ring, God of War, not a shock there. Um, yeah, and, I, I, and I, Horizon I Forbidden West. Those three games were like a copy and paste about a dozen times. Yeah, when you talk about rec- recency bias, I'm, I'm going to say this: like I made the comment when the nominations came out, I was like, God of War Ragnarok has been out for a day or two days when these nominations came out and i get that like the gaming media gets to 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 play those weeks ahead of time and they get to do that but it's also that's like the last game that they played right so i think there's i'm not saying that god of war ragnarok in in my comment what i was what i was getting at was that it's not that i don't think that ragnarok or sifu uh which sifu's been out on on playstation for a long time before this so uh, they're not necessarily nominating the, the Switch version when they talk about it, but uh, like with Ragnarok, I, I just, I'm not saying it doesn't deserve to be there. I'm just saying that like, it's, it's, it's weird that it's there in a way. Like it's been out less than two weeks and it can already win game of the year. Uh, and, you know, I, 
I, I guess like I know that happens with movies too, but I'm like, how, how can it really be like if you haven't sat with it for a while? Can it really be game of the year? Like when you, like when you you compare it to Forbidden West, when you compare it to Elden Ring, which have been out for a while, when you compare it to Xenoblade, that's been out for for months. You've had two weeks to rush through the game, like right, like or or a month, or I don't know what build of Ragnarok people were playing. Right. right. So, like, how how like what how do you weight that compared to the to the other games? You know, I mean, like. I'm not saying God of War Ragnarok can't win game of the year, but maybe it's game of the year next year. Does that make sense? Like this would be like putting, uh, <clears throat> this would be like um, almost like saying, Oh, Zelda uh, tears of the kingdom is, is game of the year. 2023. Nobody's played it. Yeah. You know, I mean, th- besides journalists, nobody that I knew had really played God of War Ragnarok or at least even finished it. When the, when the nomination came out. And I, I'm like you two, Stray. I've played Stray. Uh, that's not game of the year. I, I don't know. Like, I, I beg I to differ there, but that's the you know, point of this, right? You know, There's my, a, my youngest daughter loves that game. There's a... Uh, I got stuck in it. And so a lot that of people like who game of the year to me. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's perfect. I, and I don't, I don't like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 at all. Like, I don't like that whole series, but I'm not going to argue that that's not game of the year because that... I I almost think that that's like a dark horse in that category. Like it could win it. It's not like I'm, I'm saying it could. I'm, it's not going to, but it could. It's a contender. Sure. But like these playtale games, they keep showing up at the game awards and winning, like getting in all these categories and winning awards. I've never played a single one. I just know there's lots of rats. I played the first one because uh, it's a cl- it was a cloud game on Nintendo. We got a review code for it. Uh, and it was actually quite good. It handled actually quite well for cloud version. It was actually probably one, I think one of the strongest uh, cloud games I've played in a long time in regards to actually performance. Um, and I thought it was creepy as creepy as whatever, but it was it was cool. Right. It was very cool. Right. They did a great. They did a great job setting up a story and, and world around it. So uh, let's 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 talk about a few of these um, mm-hmm. game of the year. What do you guys think is going to win? I think Elden Ring's probably going to take it. I think. Um, I think, you know, when you look at Plague Tale, God of War, Horizon, even Xenoblade, these are games that are, are sequels, right? Or, or in Xenoblade's case, um, a tr- a, the trilogy, right? Whereas Elden Ring was something new, right? And I think it, I think it really took a, it took a world, took the world by storm. Um, I think it's easy to think it's going to go to Ragnarok, but I, I believe it's probably going to be Elden Ring. Okay. Yeah, I also think it'll either be Elden Ring or God of War. The, the, those two will probably get most of these awards that they've been nominated for. Though I am looking I, forward to like uh, when they do go to best score in music. Xenoblade Chronicles Three is also nominated there, and they also do the music montages of the games that are nominated for Game of the Year. So you know, Xenoblade again. I, I'll, just like Marty, I'm not a fan of the gameplay, but the music is awesome yeah i don't i don't like i don't think xenoblade is going to take it um i think i think they'll i think xenoblade for game of the year won't take it there i think where you'll probably see it or you know as the kids say in days nowadays earn or get your flowers um i think it's probably going to be 
best RPG. I can I think see that. I think that's where you're going to see it happen. Is is uh, is there? You might Sean's, see it. Maybe Sean says for... it'll be stray just to spite Marty. Yeah, probably right. I think the <laughs> probably. I think the, probably. I'm not saying that Stray is a bad game. I'm saying I didn't. I it. Well, I just suck at it. I guess. Like I. No, I, you I, made a good point. You did. You didn't. You got to a point where, and it's not game of the year for you. So that's yeah. That's yeah. the point, and right? I, I played it. Got to the point where you got your companion, and then I kind of dropped off. So I just never got back to playing it. I thought. I thought good for um. You know, as we're going through this best uh, best multiplayer Call of Duty. Multiverse, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Ninja Turtles pops up on this list at various different times in this list. The, I don't think they're going to earn anything, but I thought great for to see Splatoon 3 here. And I thought that was a really strong representation of kind of how big it is, especially especially in the, the Eastern markets. Um, I thought that was pretty, pretty substantial. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I think it might actually win because I think I think Overwatch had a Overwatch two had a hard launch um, that they really stumbled out of the door at. I think Multiverse came and went. I think Call of Duty is kind of always Call of Duty, um, well, and I apparently think, this Call of Duty is actually pretty good this year. Is really? what and I, I've heard, and I don't think Shredder's Revenge had a big enough it, pop. It, it it at least has broken sales records. Yeah, well, what do sales records know? <laughs> I was well, you know, in here. It, it, it means the consumers want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other, I think the other section or the other question or the other area that I thought I'd love to hear this group's opinion on uh, best indie. Right. And so here best indies was called the lamb neon white Sifu stray and tunic. I think it's called the lambs taking this really you think this work called around lambs going to take it. So I do because you? I think there's I think that the bu- the buzz around it was was so big. Um, I'm I wasn't that uh, like, like I love the actual gameplay, but I wasn't a, b- a big fan of the theme. Yeah. Um, but I like for me that one's between Cult of the Lamb and Tunic, and I think that the the actual impact of and you know I guess the reach of Cult of the Lamb is probably going to. See, I, I think it depends on which circle you were in. Certainly in our circles, Cult of the Lamb was really big, but then it, part of our circle and in, in, into others, Neon White was actually pretty big too, yeah. is pretty big. And I could see that one getting edged out if if I, I don't remember how much of an impact uh, viewer votes are, but mm. I know uh, just from yeah. the Twitterverse, Neon White is huge. Yeah. I will tell you the one one category that I didn't expect to be interested in, but that I love this nomination is best mobile game. Is I, I really hope it's Marvel Snap. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's such a, that's a such a prime example of recency bias, though, right? Mm, I've played all of these. Diablo Immortal is good. Uh, and Genshin Impact is as well, but I, I like hasn't wasn't Genshin Impact out at the last Game Awards? It's ongoing too. It's an ongoing. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah it's, it's, well, because Fortnite was is is nominated every yeah. year. For the, the, the the question about the mobile game is: Do they take into account how gross monetization is, or do they only look at the gameplay? Because if if they do factor right. in the monetization. I think Diablo shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, but I think 
Diablo, Diablo with a backbone is is butter. It's so good. <laughs> it's butter. Let your backbone slide. Can we just can we just get that on the soundboard? Is there any way we can do that? No. Come on. They're <laughs> losing. That's and listen, Justin. I will say it's money on the table that they're not you know doing commercials with that song well, and like having up, up here and open Canada, up and, and yeah. I mean that's a great thing, right? We could we could pull that all together. So yeah. So that's the game. That's the game awards. Any other ones you want guys want to talk about? Uh, you know, I mean, Nintendo has a chance to to kind of come out of this be uh, as a winner. Um, in a lot of ways, I mean, there's there's several categories that they're stacked. Uh, as far as like these are games that you can play on your Switch. Uh, games for impact. I'm looking best action game, best role playing, best family, best multiplayer, best sim strategy. All have very strong uh, Nintendo best community support, best indie. Uh, all have very strong Nintendo presence there. Uh, there's a, there's a lot more yeah. yellow on this on this list than previous years. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about how we can, how you can watch the game awards, uh, so that you can see all these categories and see the winners, um, game awards, uh, this year will be live in select IMAX movie theaters. You can go to gameawards.imax.com for more info. And no, we're not sponsored by the game awards. We're just giving you info. Uh, there is, uh, Jesse has checked on this. Uh, there's one theater in the state of Kansas that's doing this. Seats are silly. One theater, one theater in a 400 mile radius doing this, yeah. From me, $17 and 50 cents each, not including taxes and fees. So, most are most theaters are in the 20 to 25 dollar range. Uh, you can also watch this uh, on Twitch, uh, YouTube. Um, the I think the gameawards.com, you can watch it from the website. This is not something you can just uh, like pull up on your TV. All right, it's not going to be on G4 because G4 is dead for a second time. Uh, so you, you you have to watch it uh, online. You have to watch it live streaming. I, one, one other thing that I wanted to mention about it is this, is that uh, according to findings this week, a brand new trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie, clocking it at a minute and 30 seconds, has recently been rated. I didn't know uh, companies rate trailers like that. Is this right. a European thing? Uh, I've never heard I don't of know, this. but the rumor was is that we would be seeing a, more at the Game Awards, and it, with that, I think that's pretty much a a sure sign. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to more Mario movie at the Game Awards if that's <laughs> the case. Backing up a bit, when you mentioned G4. I didn't realize G4 was actually a channel on, say, on YouTube TV until I got notifications saying that G4 has been removed from YouTube TV. <laughs> I'm like, well, had I known that was there, I might have actually watched it. Yeah, yeah no, this this will be airing on, on one of our typical days, the, the 8th, when we typically have a live show. Uh, we have in the past on live reactions to this. Uh, I don't think we're going to this year. We talked about not doing it. Um, so I, I, we're going to talk about it after <laughs> we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. I think after it'll be a late show and maybe we'll, we'll pull some live reactions or, or some, uh, you know, 
world premiere. A couple of years that we have, we've done it live. It hasn't really amounted to anything. Yeah, for sure. So So we we will not be watching it live. Other than four exhausted guests, the hosts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, four Uh, exhausted hosts and a bunch of Monster Hunter uh, news. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Dreamer is now my favorite person in the chat saying, disappointed that no Nintendo dads were nominated for Content Creator of the Year. Uh, Mikey Dreamer, head um, over to the Dads After Dark page. You can see that we absolutely were uh, this guy. This guy was nominated for Content Creator of the Year. So Uh, was Desk Pillow. So was a pillow. So was John. So was Drew. And so was, uh, what was it? And and we all know who's taking that one. Yeah. Not this guy. Not this guy. Yeah. And and to go back to the whole IMAX thing, I don't know if you guys saw my little words about that on Twitter. We'll see how long that lasts. But I posted to AMC theaters about why only, why isn't there any Michigan locations? They just totally left out. There's nothing in Michigan. And the closest one to me is in Ohio, a hundred miles away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I, the list that that came up, you know, is, you know, they pretty much give you all the locations sorted by distance from your search criteria. And there was the fourth one closest that like 510 miles away is a theater in Minnesota that I used to go to a lot when I was a kid. Of so, course. So I can go watch this. My closest theater is 287 miles away in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's an IMAX screen in Nashville. There's an IMAX screen, I believe, in Memphis. There's IMAX theaters everywhere now. Why aren't they at every IMAX theater? Can we just ask this? Is it because they they need to have somebody there because there's something special going on there or something? Why is is this not in non-IMAX theaters? Why is it not like... Run it one night only everywhere. I don't know. It's, it's that's what I was just saying. Why isn't it at all the IMAX theaters? It's literally just pull up the stream. That's no, that's I it. think I think there's something that they're doing with it. Like I think they're doing a like you get live something react live interaction with other with some host. Yeah. I think there's they're something else going on with it. But they're 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 collecting fans' tears in a jar, literally, <laughs> as the show is going. Remember, on. folks, you know, the the award show is great. We all have different opinions of what show, what games should win. Uh, everything means something different to ourselves. So if your favorite game was not nominated, doesn't mean uh, it was a bad game. We all have our own, we all find joy in our own little things, right? So these are not, these are not to go to war over or to be, have big internet feuds or arguments about. Uh, and also like just, just enjoy. I like having also, big also, feuds, also so. recognize that this is a, literally a three and a half to four hour commercial. All right, just if you're okay with that, right, just, right, just right, right, right. I'm gonna go see if the Nintendo dads can host a, a one at one of the theaters here in Michigan. So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, again, guys, have we talked about being able to time people out in chats? I really want to go back to Twitch talk and talking about timing people out. We can do that. You're a moderator, aren't you? You can, I am moderator. Oh, I can, can do that. Out. Yep. Uh, while he's doing that, let's talk about some other brief news, uh, as well. And we are on the eve as we record this of Gen 9 Pokemon, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet should be in your hands by the time you hear the audio version of this podcast. Uh, but if you're listening live, ever, one hour to go, one hour to go, unless you're Jesse and you've time traveled to the future and already played an hour of Pokemon that will be on our uh, YouTube channel in the morning. Uh, and you're going to 
hopefully give us some impressions of that later on. Cause you can, cause I mean, you legally own a copy. Um, people uh, who've downloaded the game uh, should already have version 1.0.1 installed. Uh, but people who have the game physically will have to do a one gigabyte launch day update to put the game in its uh, current version. And it's still having problems. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that here maybe in yeah. just a few minutes, but uh, the reviews uh, have not been kind today. It's currently sitting, I believe, at a 77 or 75 on Metacritic. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And lots of other um, reviews are ongoing, but overall, uh, the consensus is it's Pokemon, but there's lots of technical issues. Uh, Jesse, let, let's just let's take a little side trip right here while we've got it. Did you notice any technical issues today while you were playing? Yeah, there was. I did notice a few glitches. Uh, not really glitches, but like uh, stutters. That's probably the better word. Like there was one one scene where, like, really early on, I think I commented on the when it happened in the video. You'll see tomorrow morning where the screen kind of go, goes white, but it. While it's fading white, it in mid frames it like the the filter like goes away and you see the background again and then the filter comes back. It's so it's like that was a weird stutter. And in in the instances when you catch a new Pokemon and it, data gets added to the decks, that sequence seems slow. I don't know if it's stuttering slow or just slow slow and if it is stuttering i don't know why because there's not a lot happening at that point so but and again i'm I'm only an hour in and i was talk i was reading out loud everything so i think most people what i did in an hour most people will probably get in about 30 minutes so i'm still really early uh... in in the game i saw a video clip on twitter of someone who was playing they caught a psyduck the Pokeball animation halted in midair, then dropped to about midway, then touched the ground, stuttering, and then a bridge appeared out of nowhere <laughs> next to the Pokeball. Um, Justin and, uh, and the rest of us were having a little chat beforehand, before we went on air. Uh, do we think that this is a, uh, a symptom or a result of the increased cycle of pumping out Pokemon games. Uh, and what we mean by that is, you know, used to you'd get a Pokemon game and you'd have a little bit of time to, uh, to play Pokemon. Maybe even a couple of years before the next uh, version came out. We've gotten three Pokemon games in the last year. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Pokemon Arceus, and uh, now Scarlet Violet. So let's talk about this for a minute. Do you think that uh, Pokemon Company is being rushed, pressured, forced, or are they the ones to blame? Is it Nintendo? What 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 is going on here? I, th- I think it's the Pokemon Company to blame. That's rushing Game Freak to keep their that that three year cycle going of new generations just because of merch. It, you know, if if they if they del- say delay it from three to four years, then that's the extra year they don't have plushies shirts anime and that that's revenue 
they probably get a lot more money from merch than they do the games. Well, yeah, I mean that like just being at the Nintendo New York store, they had Pikachu and Pikachu in a luchador outfit and Pikachu with Statue of Liberty and Pikachu as a uh, Christmas Pikachu and a Thanksgiving Pikachu. And a, that's just Pikachu. I mean, they had a whole little alcove over to the side that had other Pokemon, you know, right. that nobody really cares about because why would you care about another Pokemon than Pikachu? He's the they had a creepy Pokemon. looking Cleavor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but seriously, like, the merch has got to be the factor, right? Well, it's got to be one of the factors, probably the biggest yeah. factor. Yeah. Becca says because the games really are think- still selling like gangbusters. Uh, yeah. They bought like what, 14 to 16 million per release. Yeah. Becca asked if, if it wasn't like that before. And, um, my response is well, again, they've, they've had a, ga- a new generation every three years, but up until Sword and Shield, it's always been on a portable. So lower resolution, lower texture quality. They didn't have to make that much of an effort to make things look pretty. Now that we're looking, playing it on 1080p screens, or you know, up res to 4K if you have the TV to do it. Uh, yeah, the, those extra textures make a difference, and uh, and they have put effort into the textures in this one. Like they mentioned in the pre-show, like like the sh- the uniform shirts that the students are wearing. They they they. I like the look of of the of that texture that they used for the shirts, and it just doesn't look like just a plain texture like you would have seen in a 3ds game or say, you know, a, a me on the Wii. You know, there's it's just a plain color and nothing fancy with it. That's how it. That's how they used to look. But so they're they're trying, but the engine and oh. or the hardware probably can't hold up to it very well. Well, that, and that, and that's what I was going to say is, you know, you've got a company who, or developers who, for 90% of their development, development lifetime, developed for handheld. Right. Developed for a monochrome handheld to begin with, and then developed, <laughs> began developing for increasingly uh, more complex handhelds, and then all of a sudden it's, holy crap, guys, we've got to make a console game which I think we kind of saw in Sword and Shield, right? It was like, oh, this is an upscaled 3DS. Well, Mikey even uh, says, now it they've is, had... is it even getting to 1080p? Good question. I don't know. Um, we'll, uh, we'll wait, I, we'll wait to see what I'm digital I'm very excited eclipse. to see Digital Foundry. Yeah, Digital Foundry. We'll, I'm sure we'll have information in the next few days. The Apparently, like, handheld is very rough. It's very rough looking. Um. And in most games, yeah, the handheld so, runs better than undocked because it's trying to push the extra the extra pixels. Yeah, Tim, Justin, y'all have any opinion on this? You know, are we are we pushing Pokemon too much? Because Justin, you actually made a, a really good comment before the show, and damn right, it was something on this. Like, you know, we jump all over uh, Activision for yearly installments of Call of Duty. And Ubisoft, and Ubisoft for Assassin's Creed. Where is the uh, where's the public outcry about yearly Pokemon? It's because we adore Pokemon. It's because it's 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 sunk in. It's got its grass roots, just like a Pokemon, the grass type 
attached to our heartstrings. We have nostalgia for it. We don't feel like Nintendo or the Pokemon company is an evil empire twisting its monocled mustache of saying, ha ha, more money for me. We don't see horrible things that come out of the Pokemon company. We don't see you hear horrible working conditions or horrible CEOs. So we assume that they are amazing and infallible. But the reality is, over the last 365 days, the Pokemon company has put out three Pokemon games. You're like, Justin, what do you mean three? Notice how I said 365 days, one year. We had last year, we had Pearl, the, the remakes of Pearl and Diamond. We then had Arceus, and now we have Scarlet and Violet. And we don't say anything about it. Why? Because it's Pokemon. We love Pokemon, and we forgive Pokemon. There's also a little bit of like a Pokemon shine to it, right? It's kind of like the Nintendo boost, the Nintendo bump, right? We kind of expect it to be great. We expect it to be good. We all expect to have a great time. It feels like possibly, possibly this is the first time that Ash has thrown out his Pokemon ball. And despite his winning of the championship lately or recently, after 25 years, it's a miss. And nothing comes out of that but a sad, sad P Pikachu who has no power and just falls asleep. I basically used up all the Pokemon terms that I know all in this little analogy. I hope it's landed with you, but the reality is, is that maybe I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon exactly this is, it, right? Maybe we need to, we need to say the Pokemon company. Hey, Slow it down a bit. Now, of course, there are different teams that work on different games, so it's not necessarily the same people. It's different cycles. We understand that. We want the game to evolve. We've seen this evolution. Um, we've seen people who got excited about RCS, right? We've seen them now. Some of those practices moved into Violet and Scarlet, but perhaps we need to say to the Pokemon company, maybe you need to take a year off. Maybe you need to take some time. Maybe you need to do some, some soul searching. Maybe you need to go on a journey with some friends to discover what the real meaning of Pokemon is, which is catching things with balls. Next, landscape. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sam, you want to you wanna pull anything from that? Um, uh, so I just want to remind everybody also, because you guys kind of mentioned it, but before when we had two different platforms instead of one, where we had the console and the handheld game freak or the help they had were making multiple Pokemon games per year. Yes. You had the three years per generation or whatever, but then there were still the remakes. There were still the, the Pokemon dungeons or the puzzle games that were spun off or whatever. So there's still a lot of Pokemon games throughout the years or almost every year. There was some sort of Pokemon game. Um, this, this time now with the switch, now everything's consolidated into the one. So game freak had to do that. Now I'm not making any excuses for them. They, this is the point where we have to see what does game freak do now that they got the game out. We know there's a day one patch. What does that fix? And then what are they going to do to fix the rest of it to make it better for the players? Um, it's unfortunate. We have to get to that point. We're not seeing the game you know, great from the get-go, but at least it, uh, let's see what Game Freak does with this information. Okay, there's there's a lot of people who aren't happy about it. They're getting a lot of feedback saying this is not great. 
Maybe it is a Nintendo Switch problem. What is Nintendo going to do about it? Unfortunately, I'm afraid we're not going to hear anything about it because Nintendo is not going to say, yeah, oh yeah, or, you know, we're, I'll be very shocked if they come out and say, we're sorry about our system's performance is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, yeah. We're going to see a lot of topics from other uh, creators saying that it's time for a switch, switch, a more powerful switch successor. Oh, we've it's, already seen that. I mean, it's it's yeah. been rampant. Well, they've yeah. have been saying it, but they're, they're going to say it. Well, they're going to they're going to say it louder now. There's been of, we've speculated on it too, to where we said a lot of these games that have been coming out since Age of Calamity, had, were they developed with a new Switch in mind that we're not aware of yet, and they just couldn't. We haven't seen that new Switch because of the whole processor issue. So mm-hmm. we already know that they yeah. couldn't that OLED was supposed to have a new processor with it, but they couldn't do it. So they had to hold it back and just do the OLED with a little other little things that were updated and screen size and all that, but no processor. So what what's gonna happen now? Are we gonna get to the point where okay, we, we're getting the processors processors and processors and Nintendo is not afraid now to go ahead and come out with that switch x whatever that is name is you know which miss switch gonna give it to you <laughs> yeah yeah uh guys um let's talk about a couple of extra things here and then i've got a little bit of breaking news i want jesse to react to um, oh. just a couple other little news bites here uh splatoon 3 announced an update chill season begins december 1st uh, this is going to be a uh, update for the game that includes at least one new stage for multiplayer, as well as a brand new catalog, which acts as the game's battle pass uh, in a way that will be starting over. So if you have any pages left from uh, the catalog that is currently uh, the one that shipped with the game, uh, you have until November 30th to finish that off. It's not going to happen for me. I'm nowhere close. Uh, but that is uh, the new update will be on December 1st. Also, uh, in game release news, Little Inferno, the Ho Ho Holiday expansion, will be launching November 18th uh, for PC, Macs, and Mac, and Linux. Uh, later coming to Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android, including new holiday stories, new holiday catalog, a new character, new combos, and an infinite Yule Log ability uh, or mode. Uh, as well as Picross X Pickbits versus Uzboros, which has been delayed until December. I have no clue what that is. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Jesse, I want you to react to this uh, little bit of news. Uh, Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office uh, today arrested 57-year-old Yuji Naka in context of insider trading related to new installment from popular Dragon Quest franchise. Oh. Yuji Naka, uh, also known as uh, the father of Sonic the Hedgehog, I believe, and Balan Wonderland, uh, or Wonderworld, uh, has has reported to have been arrested in Tokyo uh, as of this recording um, due to insider training. I guess that means that we're going to get information on the Dragon Quest Three. Uh, HD2D or Dragon Quest 16 soon if he knows something that we don't and 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 did stock trades on it. I don't yep. know. 
I think those are the two no games. Further, uh, I didn't see any further information. I found this on Twitter uh, from a verified account, Takashi Mochizuki. Uh, so, yeah. You just uh, is, uh, you disappointed Mr. Nefrendo because he thought it was going to be chicken wiggle news. Uh, no, there's <laughs> never any chicken wiggle news. Uh, not since May. Uh, uh, you should go check the Twitter account. Has, Ch- has Hatch Tales released yet? That's where you'll find your most updated information. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> probably today, says no. Uh, guys, that's our news for this week. Let's take a quick ad break. Here's some words from our sponsor, Manscaped. Hey, folks. The holidays are just around the corner. And if you're looking for a fantastic gift for friends, family, maybe the brother-in-law, maybe the father-in-law, maybe you're looking to impress your your, uh, partner, can I encourage you to head over to manscaped.com and check out some of the amazing products that they have available to prepare you for this Christmas party. Maybe you've got to get a surprise birthday gift, maybe a surprise gift, maybe you're part of the elephant exchange at work. What a great way to surprise and treat your boss with a performance package 4.0. Make sure you get the raise he's been looking for. And by the way, if you're not just Manscaped isn't known just for their amazing products that are used for below the belt trimming. Of course, not only just below the belt trimming, but maybe if you're also looking for some of that body hair, you got to shave off to make sure that you're looking cool and crisp for this winter season. They've also got some amazing products like the body buffer, which has just come out a fantastic body wash that you can use and a nice silicone matte scrub that you can use as well to help you get through your day. Uh, We all use the body buffer here at Nintendo dads and we highly recommend it. And again, Perhaps you're looking for some more other products. Maybe you're looking for some two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. They've got you covered. Body wash, absolutely. Deodorant, you betcha. And by the way, did we mention it's it's Christmas, it's cold outside, and your lips might be getting a bit chappy? They got you some chapstick as well. Uh, Manscaped makes some incredible products, not just for grooming, but for your day-to-day use that you'll enjoy. We guarantee it because we at Nintendo Dads use them. Hey, if you're looking to save some money, head over to, uh, to head over to manscaped.com and use the promo code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support in 2022. Hey, back to you, Marty. Let's discuss. I made it just in time. It's time to discuss some stuff. Guys, uh, here's a big topic for our Let's Discuss this week. As of right now, as we record this, Team Nintendo Dads is sitting just over $10,500 raised mm-hmm. for Extra wow. Life 2022. In fact, the actual total is $10,586 dollars raised by the 12 members of Team Nintendo Dads 2022 for Extra Life. This, boys, this is our biggest year ever for the fundraiser. It is, uh, it's been an amazing banner year, not only for the fundraising, but also the fact that we got to meet in person, hang out, have a uh, magical mystery tour through New York and upstate New York. It's just been, uh, it's it's really been it's really been great. 
And so I just wanted us to kind of, as we round out, uh, we're getting close to rounding out November, to talk a little bit about our experience with Extra Life this year and also in New York, since it's been uh, about a week or so since we were, uh, you know, all came home. But uh, I, I just wanted to, to take a minute uh, here at the beginning to say thank you to everyone who's donated. Thank you to everybody who has pushed us to uh, this threshold. This is the first time that we have ever uh, raised uh, anything more than, than $5,000 as a team. Uh, when we met our $5,000 goal while we were in New York and Tim set the new goal of $11,233, which some people may think that's a very arbitrary number. It was actually just the total uh, goals of everyone on the team at that time. Right. Uh, we, I didn't think that we would get close to, to even 10,000. And, and then since then, we, like wow. I, Isaac increased his goal. And uh, so if he, if we yeah, reached out, then so, he even yeah, I mean, yeah, part of that, part of that has come from uh, my son did his uh, extra life uh, on his own for the very first time this year. Someone donated the, uh, the, the, I guess the joke donation, uh, leet. leet. Uh, they don't, it, it looks like leet, uh, $1,337. $1, Someone saw that and saw that he was, um, uh, close to 1500 and they finished him off with another anonymous donation as well. It was just, that is a large dog. That is my dog. That is my dog wearing a Christmas jumper from the movie Elf. Cashel, come here, buddy. Come here. Yes, good boy. That says cotton headed ninny mugger or ninny mugger on it. I will oh love it. Gosh. I love it. That's a that's a fantastic that's, that's a majestic animal. Thank you, Morgan. Um, but anyway, so lots of lots of uh great things came out of extra life. Um, as I'm looking here right now, Justin has met his goal. Isaac has met his goal. Game Pass News has met his, their goal. Jesse met his goal. Andy met his goal. Tim met his goal. Uh, Hambone met his goal. Chris uh, Logal, Chris HL is going to make another push this weekend to meet his goal. Uh, Jeff Watt, uh, Mecca, and uh, Ben McClung, and me. We still we're the only ones who haven't met our goal yet, which. Here's here's the fact. When I say I haven't met my goal, I'm over two thousand dollars. So I mean I'm fine. There we look. It's been an incredible effort this year. Uh, just y'all blown away. But uh, what we wanted to announce is uh, extra life for us. <clears throat> We're going to be giving away some fantastic prizes. If you would like to be entered in one of those prize drawings, all you have to do is make a donation, and that is going to go through the end of this month. Uh, fundraising actually goes through the end of the year, but to be sure that we get your prize out to you in a timely manner, uh, we are cutting off prize uh, uh, eligible donations at the end of this month, November 30th. So if you still want to make a donation, you can do that uh, to any one of those people. You can donate to somebody who's already met their goal, whoever you want I, to. I, 
Yeah, uh, I would. I would really encourage you if you, if you can look at the folks who who have who need who need a little bit more push, right? If you're looking at like myself or or, or, or someone else who's crossed that threshold, man, we appreciate it, of course. And of course, we want that money to go to our charities. Uh, but take a look at some of these folks who are maybe a little bit little bit lower on their on their scale, and let's give them the love and support as well. Because again, these folks have raised their hands and said, "I want to support this cause. I want to raise money for this charity. I want I want this for my place." And and that's a big commitment for folks to sometimes step up in that position. So if you could, man, that would be awesome. I completely agree. And uh, even mine. I mean, if you have a choice between uh, any of these, I would go for the people who uh, have not raised a lot yet. Uh, because, again, they are playing for uh, their own Children's Miracle Network Hospital. There's kids there uh, that need uh, care as well. <clears throat> And, uh, man, I'm just excited to be a part of this every year. Personally, this year I crossed the threshold of $10,000 given individually uh, to uh, Labonner Children's Hospital, which is here in Memphis. Uh, Counting Isaac's donation this year uh, or donations this year, that means that collectively as a team, we've given over $12,000 or raised over $12,000 for Labonner. Uh, there's other, uh, you know, hospitals that you guys have played for throughout the years and you can go in there and see a, uh, uh, collected donation there, but it's not about the numbers. It's about the kids. It's about helping them. It's helping their families, helping them, uh, be able to uh, have a quality of care that is uh, compassionate and, and dignified. And I know that 100% of the money that you give, uh, through all this is uh, is 100% goes to straight to those families and straight to things that uh, benefit them. So it's tax deductible. You can you can count it on your taxes if you want to. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to donate and you still haven't yet, you can go over to extra-life.org, look up Nintendo Dads, uh, or you can just go to our uh, webpage, nintendodads.org. And uh, up there in the corner, there's our extra life info, and you can click there and get all of that taken care of. My my place of employment offers a donation match. So, Mm -hmm. you know, at least those that I've donated to, you know, I'm going to submit my receipts to my company and they will will give them more. Yeah, a lot of a lot of companies offer that. So please, folks, if you haven't checked out, check with your HR teams or check with your benefits administrators. They may have that feature. Now, of course, as we talk about extra life and the amazing stuff that occurred there, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, we talk about giving to charity. We talk about the children, um, which we are so grateful for. But the thing that I also am just so proud of is the fact that we completely destroyed and annihilated the carpool gaming save the media and i think it's trophy room yeah that's right <laughs> they were the ones who were sitting behind us who were yelling and hooting and hollering let's go let's go sean capri who i just about wanted to stab with a controller um hey sean look at me look at this right here hey suck it all right look at that huh we come in boom like a wrecking ball you guys are riding you guys are raised like nine thousand two hundred. that's cute good for you but then the dads come in <laughs> first year there boom destroy it all right here's the deal 10,500 longer you should just sit down and i said to sean i said to sean it is a marathon not a sprint and he's like let's go let's go 
just all pumped up on his Powerade and Ritz crackers and is swinging around a Mario jacket like he thinks he owns everything. Ladies and gentlemen, do never, ever doubt the power of the dads. Do you know what I'm saying? He, like, we're coming for you. He's an Xbox podcast. He doesn't even like Morgan. Doesn't even know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. He doesn't even know who trash. Mario is. As, as a good friend of ours would say, he was hot trash in the summer. All right. That's what was going on there. Look, he uh, pronounces Mario Mario. Yeah, he's he That's is not he, he has not him. had I mean, a community oh. that has shamed him like we have. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, Justin did too, and we we slapped that out of him. Yeah, yeah, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but not only did, here's the thing, dads. Like, it took us a little bit while to get, a little while to yeah. get there. You yeah. know, right? Because we were out doing dad things. We're yeah, out being dads. I mean, We're out there, you know, uh, bl- including our community. We're making sure that everyone's welcome, uh, man. But in all seriousness, fantastic job. We're so excited uh, for that. Uh, and if you are keeping record, we also beat the mega dads. Uh, so like our teams just absolutely destroy it. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, if you if you like that trash talk that I did to Sean, who's probably you know he's oddly enough he's not in our chat anymore. He must have just disappeared hmm. he must have known the section was coming and embarrassedly walked away uh yeah, if you if, if, if you out. like to hear more about me talking trash about sean uh, and our experience head over to we the gamer cast i was actually on sean's episode this week and shared some more insight and, and behind the scenes kind of uh work as we got towards extra life um and, and reaching our goal so if you want to hear more uh, check that out but congratulations and thank you thank you to everyone who did this participated donated watched the stream was in the chat um seriously like this is we talk about like why we do things we talk about why we do a podcast we talk about like kind of like what is the thing that we're chasing for right there is the answer there is not a clear yeah. answer in if you're ever asking why do you do this then then what has just happened ten thousand dollars is are going to children's miracle network hospitals in north america because of this community because of these people who have raised their hands and said i believe in this cause i believe it's important i understand the importance of it and i want to do something about it and and whether yeah. you're the person who volunteered on the team or whether you're the person that put down your credit card, whether you're the person that shared, tweeted, retweeted, support us within the comments, gave a dollar, doesn't matter. You showed up. You showed up and you did something incredible. It wasn't the 12 people That's that right. were on the team who were helping to lead that charge. We are the spear. We are the point of the spear. You are everything behind us that keeps us going. This was not possible without your commitment, without your support, without your love and affection to us, to the community, and the people who have raised their hands and understanding the importance of this to children's and families who are in some of the toughest times they will ever be in. You said, we need to do something about this. So thank you. If you can hear anything from this podcast today, the words thank you, I hope resonate through your ears and heart. So thank you, mm. thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I would, <clears throat> I would say too that for like, like it's it's really easy to to like sit back and go oh man Nintendo dads team team Nintendo dads right oh they they raised all that money we didn't do anything we played video games we went to New York we tried to bring entertainment into your lives during that during that time that's about it 
and uh, half killed ourselves in the I, process. <laughs> right. As I Jesse's said, he's going to do uh, a live eating of one of those death uh, chips that he hasn't done yet. So that's on him. Right. Right. Jesse yeah. said you're going to do that. Uh, as I said in, in a post I made this week about my own total, that like the real heroes are the people who make the donations. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's just our job to like coax those donations out. Like, Hey, they help support our cause. It's a really good thing. Uh, but just to, I wanted to throw out here that like finally getting to meet a lot of people that uh, I've either just heard on a podcast or seen behind the screen through zoom or whatever, including you guys was, was truly amazing, memorable experience. Like uh, all the folks from the snack network, uh, Dave and Rachel and Andy, uh, over there, Sean Capri, uh, Joe uh, from uh, PS Trophy Room, uh, um, <clears throat> Jace, uh, and Rizzle, all those guys, Skinny Matt and Preston. Uh, this was a really cool experience. Uh, Lee and all those guys that run Phoenix Overdrive, uh, you know, for for inviting us, for including us, for uh, you know, helping us to get there and, and all that. That was, it was really what a cool weekend. Um, that I will have a really hard time like forgetting. I don't want to forget it, but uh, you know, whether it be uh, actually doing the 24 hour thing, which you know, I I kind of felt like. After it was all said and done like that, the extra life was kind of like, oh, that was that was part of that, too. You know, like everything <laughs> else was I want to say it overshadowed it, but it was. <clears throat> excuse me, it was kind of like. You know, it was it, it didn't feel like it was 24 hours, like it, it went by so fast. Uh, so whether it was that or whether it was getting accosted at Applebee's, uh, you know, uh, which. <laughs> Man, that was dogs are uh, awesome. Dogs are awesome. Dogs are awesome, and that vest awesome. needs to go burn in a fire, apparently. Um, uh, or, or you know, just the, all of the, the the conversations that were had. Uh, just such a such a yeah, cool the Nintendo pals. Yeah, didn't mention about the Nintendo pals being there. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Airbnb the where we all thought where most of us thought we were going to get murdered in. Yeah, yeah uh, Andros and and Mitch and Maggie. Um, uh, y- y'all gotta, y'all gotta. If you've not, if you've not asked him about it yet, or or you've not listened to it yet, I don't know if they've said anything on their show because I haven't. They been did. Able to listen. Yeah, to they it. did. Uh, the massive shopping spree that that Andros undertook at the Nintendo store. Uh, you need to, you need details on that. That was. It's like he's been in there for two hours. What's yeah. coming on? It comes out with five, you know, three or four bags. It's. I had all this money I needed to spend. <laughs> he had to go back at one time. He's like, I didn't spend it all. We gotta go back. Uh such a cool weekend. You guys, you guys want to say anything about the weekend? Want to throw anything in there? Those the, those Airbnbs were very interesting. <laughs> yeah, sure. I didn't get a chance to ask you how did that uh that th- that l- the last Airbnb where you were downstairs and Marty and I was upstairs. How how what, was it how was that or was there anything weird down there or that just seemed like a normal bedroom uh it was it was a basement with a bedroom built into the corner of the basement but okay. uh yeah and i didn't make doors. it down there to see what it looks like there were doors i did not want to open because i had no idea where they went went to 
And I just went to the one door that had the bedroom. And it was a nice little cozy bedroom because I closed that door. There was a fan in there. I turned on the fan. I was out. <laughs> Probably yeah, that Tim I was went, lacking. Tim sleep, went downstairs I and I was like, I was at the top of the stairs saying, Tim, Tim off. Timothy. Yeah. Cause like I was, they were getting up and leaving way before me uh, on Monday morning. I wanted to say bye. Yeah. Uh, but I got up and nobody was there. And I just leisurely walked around the Airbnb, ate my leftover <laughs> chicken wings. Yeah. We, we, we got our Uber to the airport like quarter after three. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for an area that is large, like Syracuse, their airport is surprisingly tiny. The international airport with two runways. <laughs> international. Yeah, it is the Syracuse International. Like yeah. I walked in, I, I showed them my board, you know, my my QR code or ticket or whatever information, you know, to check in, and they're like, "You'll go to gate one," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like one A one B one, nope, nope, gate one. We have twenty six gates, one through sixteen is this way, seventeen through twenty five is <laughs> the other way. Yes, that that was it. I was very sure, and and while I was waiting at the gate. They brought an airport comfort dog by that you could pet. That's cool. Like I think I saw know, that. Calm your, calm your flying fears. That's cool. nice. Uh, the, I'm going to go back to the nice dog. Not as nice as Cashel, but thank you. This is a nice that. dog. I'm going to go back to the beginning of everything where we got there, and I was the first one to get to New York. New York. Um, I've never been to New York. So coming off the plane or coming off, coming out of the train station, the Monahan train station is actually a train hall, excuse me, is actually a really nice train hall. Lots of just places to get down to the, to the, um, to board the train, but um, coming out of there into the city and seeing Madison square gardens right there all the times, you know, being a, you know, Whatever you've watched, whether it be sports, concerts, or wrestling, <laughs> you know, Excellent. on a pay per view, you heard Madison Square Gardens and seeing that in person, and then everything else surrounding it was just like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed already. So, but that's the thing about New York, though, too, is like being there for the first time, it was so overwhelming with so many senses, just like the sights, the sounds the smells and oh, God forbid touch, touching <laughs> any touches you might have, but the touching <laughs> lots of car horns. Yeah. That's all the sounds, man. So many oh, yeah. just honking and people looking at you funny and yelling back or people trying to sell you something. And then there's the food, like street the, food the street food, <laughs> right? So there's street food and there's watch out food. for those street nachos. Apparently. So it's like, while, while I was waiting for you guys to get there, I was starving. So I went and found uh, one of the street things. And I'm like, screw it. I might pay for this later, but I'm going to get me an Italian sausage, you know, in New York. And apparently from act, act, talking to Liam, I probably got one of the safest Italian sausages out there because it was, uh, um, I don't want to say the name of it because I'm afraid I'm butcher it but it was a i think it was middle eastern type of uh of stand and they are i guess from what liam had told me they're more strict on what kinds of meats they put in their 
hot dog or sausage type uh meats so um it was it was great uh, it's not as we call it here in the south treat meat yes it was so but it was delicious and plus they had a special sauce they had on there it was really good so uh i was thankful i did thankfully i didn't end up like sean capri uh with the street nacho type things but (laughs) but that's from that point on that's when i got to you know run into you guys and then we got to eat some special donuts so oh yeah the special donuts that exploded the one the one that exploded Uh, in marty's lap yeah that was well it was was called a dirty donut for nothing right (laughs) a dirty choco donut and it was explosive uh i enjoyed getting to eat pizza from 99 cent pizza and more which was on the corner right next to our uh that's where i got my breakfast sandwich that morning I got it from that same place. (laughs) It was, uh, that was, it was, it was like you walk in and it's what, what kind of slice do you want? Justin had some. And we noticed that a lot of those, uh, like the corner restaurants kind of also double as drugstores. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. As we said, you could uh, get uh, whatever, whatever you needed. There, whatever, whatever ailed you, you can you can yep. get it taken care of at the ninety nine cent pizza and more. And I would say out of because uh, when we got there, we I was able to put our bags and my bags there, and you guys did too. And where we were staying, and I think that Airbnb Airbnb out of all the ones we went to was the smallest, but wasn't it wasn't bad because of the location. You know, we were able to get to a lot of oh, things yeah, pretty we, quickly. We from right downtown, 31st Street. That was, it was really cool. Pretty and Tim only got us lost easy in the access to the Easy access to the train station to shuttle us around where we needed to go. Well, and you know, you know, can I say this? Like the, the, the stereotype is that people in New York are rude and stuck up and they don't want to help you. And that is not what I found there. Very delightful people on the train. Hey, where are you guys going? Oh, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> you need to you need to get off and go over to the other side and go back. Thank yes. you very much. Yeah, it, there, it, you know it was it was an absolute great time. One of the things I enjoyed the most, um, I've I've had an opportunity to travel a lot, um, personally and and professionally, and uh, been to New York before. And just to watch the three of you try and find your way through New York was just a real journey. That's what I should have been filming. It why was didn't great. You, why didn't you help us? Oh, because it was a lot funner to watch it. I, I think you I didn't did know try. where you were going either. Should I, I did try Fresh. and help you at times. I was like, that's that's Times Square. You should go to Times Square. Let's go to Times Square. Right. So, did, you did get us over to Times Square. I did get I you to Times Square and, and, and showed you kind of like, like what you should be looking at and what you shouldn't be. And uh, uh, <laughs> and, and, you had, said, and you had your McRib. I had my McRib, which was the worst thing ever, and also prepared to have a second meal, which is what I did have. Um, it was absolutely tremendous. And then obviously, you know, we're seeing the chats grow by here as well. Friday, getting to meet with our meet with some of our amazing friends and community. Uh, Mecca uh, mentioned here as well. Um, who brought cookies, right? Brought cookies and, and coffee. And, and coffee. Man, yes. that was amazing, right? Liam was there. Who else did I'm missing? Well, the Nintendo Pals, Sean Nintendo Pals. and Jace. Um, um, and um, it was Hambone was there, right? 
Hambone, yep, Hambone was there. And y'all, I, we would be uh, Robbie Bobby Miller was there, yeah, Bobby, uh, yeah. and also uh, Bobby I Paul's his brother, Miguel. Yeah. Also, also, there. also, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, and, and so this, this is a little bit of inside baseball because so you're a first person who's ever like watched, just listen to our show. Like, what is going on? When we stood in front of the New York sign and we all like the Nintendo New York, we all like post that photo and then like, hey, here we go. Like, here we are excited. Our discord is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the amount of photos and memes that are gifts that are photos that came out of that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to announce the guys don't know that right now. Those photos are going to be used in our 2023 Nintendo Dads calendar. Sweet. That's what we're going to use every single month. We're going to choose a <laughs> yes. different one of the ones that y'all chose. We're going to reach out to you, make sure you're okay with it. And that's what's going to be in our 2023 Nintendo Dads calendar. Um, that was so much fun. That was, it was, that yeah, kept us a few there that will the make the cut. Yeah, you know, and that, yeah, there are a couple of ones there. Uh, Dad's after dark. I'm looking at you. That <laughs> will not make that cut for for reasons. The of Rocky opinion. Horror one yeah. probably not going to make the cut. Um, <laughs> but I but I will say like just even the journey of like people engaging with us on social media, being in the chat, doing stuff like that in the Discord, like that also kept us energized. That kept mm-hmm. us going, and it was so much fun. Um, we were all completely knackered. Uh, I was saying to Sean last week on his show, it took about four days for me to feel normal again, um, just with lack of sleep, lack of food. Did, did you guys have like when you were starting to go to sleep at home in your own bed for the next couple of days? Did you have any nightmares? I had nightmares. I, so. I really? had nightmares where it was I couldn't sleep. I kept getting up and it it was because it wasn't it wasn't like scary nightmares. It was stressful nightmares like. I kept waking myself up like we got to raise money. We got to raise money <laughs> and getting stressed out that, that things weren't happening the way they should be or something, you know? So I kept waking myself up. What, what, one thing I was glad of is we about what 50 meters away or so uh, from the Nintendo store, it was a FedEx. Right. So I was able to take my items that I bought and instead of trying to figure out how to bring them home, I just walked over to the FedEx and shipped them to myself. That was yeah, convenient. Thankfully, all mine made it home. Nothing broke. Uh, my kids love their their items there. I got uh, my bag got searched by T- TSA. So, oh, fun! Did you all? Did you guys? I all, got a letter in the in the in my bag. Did you? <laughs> yes. Uh, I was bringing back glitch, uh, and those little powdered bags. Yeah, went through the scanner and got pulled uh they 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 scanned it and found out it wasn't cocaine which is great and they gave it back to me which is fine but they're like did you have is there a powder in your case i was like why is it and i'm so tired about it but i'm like no there's no i was like oh shit yeah that's right yeah yeah i totally forgot about those things so (laughs) that's funny uh i like it in friend i was saying you probably have ptsd from the uh bb uh, airbnb that we stayed at yeah that probably <laughs> I, I i just remember getting to the the second airbnb which is the one they're referring to and there was someone on the porch fixing a bicycle and i turned around and looked at the rest of the guys i was like why are there people here yeah because they were they were turned to me and said are we staying here tonight and i said i don't know yet we're gonna figure this out so. Well, what we didn't realize is that someone was li- was living downstairs and we yeah. were upstairs. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, that's totally an Airbnb yeah, fair thing play. that happens. Fair play, right? Right. 
Uh, well, guys, it was a fantastic weekend, uh, and I I hope we get to do it again at some point. We get to do something like that again. It can't be a one-time thing of meeting the dads. Yeah, but, but before we drop the topic, the one I wanted to go back to while we were in doing the streaming, you know, in the middle of the night, I I streamed two things that brought physical attention to us. You know, people were standing around us watching that surprised the hell out of me that those games would do that. Yeah, you know, I did some streaming of uh, uh, NES Remix on the 3DS. And I streamed Pitfall 2 from the Atari 2600. And, and as even J- Justin said, uh, this I'm kind of interested in this. <laughs> yeah, I think the other one I distinctly remember having a nap for. That was when Justin crawled up onto the couch and decided to have a nap like a small child. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and Tim, I did at I, one point walk out into the lobby and sleep on a very uncomfortable chair. Yeah. Uh, it was like at some weird angle that made you feel like you were reclined, but you weren't. Yeah. I didn't uh, go up far enough in the back. My head was just hanging over. I think that the, uh, not, the, the, uh, the small nap I took was on the couches and that was more, more comfortable. My, I, I, I told the story before um, when I finally got to Toronto to fly home, I don't remember the plane taking off in Toronto. And I only woke up just as we were landing in Calgary. And that is that's four, what my f- that is a four and a half hour flight that I have never done that for in my entire entire time I've traveled. I did the same thing in, in the, the first leg on the way home from Syracuse to Baltimore. Like mm. I, I dozed off. We hadn't taken off yet. I woke up. We're in the air. Okay, cool. We fell asleep again. Woke up. We're landing. Yeah. See, I really thought that you was slept on the train back to LaGuardia. I I slept for about an hour. I I I missed an entire episode of uh kind of funny and then I then I woke up. Nice. Yeah, let's keep going. Well guys, um did you know that as of the day that you were listening to this, if you're listening to it on Friday, November 18th, that it has been 10 years since the Wii U release. Wow. Yes. 10 years. It came out November 18th, 2012. Uh, and I know I realize that we're probably here uh, in, in this episode getting a little long in the tooth. Uh, Mecca suggested that we talk about the release of the Wii U being 10 years ago. Uh, what I thought we would do is this, is let's come back to this on our next episode and let's gather our memories because I don't know that I, I necessarily know what, all of my memories of the Wii U are. Uh, I know it had some fantastic games that I feel like people kind of overlooked. I mean, it does have, it was at one time home to the single greatest 3D Mario game of all time, Super Mario 3D World, uh, which has now made its way to the to the Switch as well as most of the Wii U catalog has. Like, there's still some gems out there. <laughs> yeah, there's still some gems out there that haven't made their way over. Uh, and so we'll talk about this on our next episode, Mecca. Uh, that's a great topic. But he yes, the, Wii U. still has their Wii U. I do. Yeah. Hey, guess my what? Son's, my son has Look. it in his room. Right wow. here. Also, I use it to. I use this to turn on my TV here in my office. Interesting <laughs> fact: the Wii U is the only Nintendo console, home console that has all of the home console editions of Zelda games available to play. 
That is correct. And I have all of them. Jesse's checking it right now. He's Mine is connected it. to the living room TV still. Nice. Yeah. It yeah. also has uh, tons of um, games for virtual console that you cannot get uh, on yep. the Switch. So, yeah, there's some good things there. Um, sadly, the Wii U uh, eShop will be shutting down uh, next year. And so um, it's already you can't add money. But we'll talk about the Wii U on episode 403 uh, when we record that. Uh, let's talk about some events very quickly, shall we? Uh, we want to make a quick mention of Extra Life again here. Chris HL will be streaming Zelda 2 on Saturday, November 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, he is going to stream until he hits his goal, uh, which he's about a little under $200 away uh, from hitting his goal. He says, come and hang out. If you didn't watch, he did this earlier in the month as well. Beat Zelda 2. He's like a Zelda 2 savant. It's it's pretty <laughs> awesome. He's he's really good at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm actually, soon. we're going to be hanging out together to do that. So that's oh, cool. Uh, I'm going to be you there to help. On our, on our Twitch channel? Yeah, that's why we're doing it on our channel, and that's how he's able to stream it because we're gonna we're gonna connect via NSO, and he's gonna play it through there, um, and then I'll be streaming it, and we'll be chit chatting, just kind of like it's like a dinner table type thing, nice. but just hang that way we're just kind of hanging out, and anybody else wants to come hang out, come do that. Yeah, yeah he he likes to awesome. tweet uh, to the nostalgia cast people, pick, picking on them for not making Zelda two. A one of their oh, what now was the term they use? Now I forgot <laughs> the uh essential games list. Yeah, they voted Imagine not that. not to include Zelda 2. I was upset too. Wow, well, <laughs> he I, normally I tags me whenever he tags them. <laughs> it's it's not essential. I'm sorry. It is. Um, <laughs> Speaking of the dinner table, Tim, you mentioned it. A uh, couple of things that we want to let you know we just had. Our very first breakfast table, uh, which is uh, the morning version of the dinner table. It's the second Wednesday of every month. The next one will be December the 14th at 9 a.m. Eastern. The dinner table is also the third Friday of every month. Uh, this next one will be tomorrow night yes. uh, as you hear this. So November 18th at 9 p.m. or I'm sorry, 10 p.m. Eastern. If you want to join either table, the breakfast table or the dinner table, uh, you have to be a Patreon or Twitch subscriber, and you join the Discord call on either of those days and times to join the fun. You don't have to have any kind of special streaming, uh, anything. You don't have to have any kind of setup like that, just a microphone uh, and the ability to hear what everybody else is saying, and you can join the breakfast table and the dinner table. And really, what these are is just a, a giant discussion uh, with uh, anyone who shows up about whatever anybody brings. Like, it's almost like they're bringing a dish. Uh, the breakfast table was super fun. I was so glad I got to join in <clears throat> for that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the one on December 14th. Shout out uh, to the raid we just got out from uh, Micah Prime, looks like. From, it, from Mitch? I don't know if it's Mitch <laughs> but or not. It's a Micah. <laughs> Micah. It's Micah Mitch. Prime. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for raiding us. Um, and with that, 
Let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Oh, it is Mitch. Tim. Bristol the Magnificent says it is Mitch. Can confirm. Yes. (laughs) Nice. Tim, I'm going to uh, to throw over to you first here. uh, Okay. Because you're first on the list to have something. Justin has nothing. So uh, we'll come (laughs) back to him. All right. So I actually have not been playing a lot since we got back. And it's been more recently that I played a lot of these games. Um, in fact, I have not even been able to fire up God of War Ragnarok yet, and I have that, and I just haven't been able to touch it at whatsoever. So I'm looking forward to be able to touch that maybe during Thanksgiving weekend or something or sooner. We'll see. We'll see how time goes. Um, just been, again, the switch is always there. I can grab that and play that on the go. So, or now my phone with Marvel snap, which is the first game on my list that I played, uh, which I heard everybody talking about was like, I'm not going to play this game. I'm not going to play this game. Darn it. I'm downloading this game. I'm going to try it. (laughs) And sure enough, it is a pretty cool game. It is a card based game. I love card based games. Um, uh, And I like the structure of it. Basically you just, you have three regions you have to play your cards on. And depending on, you get boost on what happens in those regions and depending on your cards and what they do, you might get further boosts. And then those boosts will help if you have the most attack points in that region, you win that region. And so if you win the two out of the three of those regions, you win the game. And I felt like I did pretty good in several rounds. I think I only lost one out of 10. I think I only played like 10 rounds, maybe a little bit more. I I, I lost track, Um, but I've enjoyed it. Based on what I've, uh, heard uh you're you're you all of your battles have been against bots yet you, you won't actually pvp until you're around level 20 ish okay i didn't even know you could do pvp so that's kind of cool yeah well i think once you get that high you don't have a choice you have to play against other people okay well that'll be interesting to see what happens there it's, uh, <laughs> so, yeah and it's and it's random selection there Tim it's not like it's like you and I can swap codes or whatever it's right, right now it's just open PVP um, maybe yeah. one day one day yeah they did say it's on the roadmap right okay so yeah that'd be interesting yeah. so, so so if you if you play and you notice a difficulty spike then you're, you're playing against humans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> makes sense yep and I don't know if I'm going to be that good to be able to do that but we'll see uh, I'm enjoying it and since I played that, I had to, I had the itch to try to play some more Magic the Gathering. So I did that on MTG Arena, uh, dove into that on my PC, and did uh, three rounds or four rounds actually of the their um, their draft that they have. Um, I figure which kind of draft it was called, but basically it was it was a free draft, so I didn't get to keep any cards except for when I won. Um, but Jesse and I, we play magic the gathering. I don't know if, I don't think you guys have, um, Justin and Marty, but, uh, it is another card battle game. And when I played since the game came out in the nineties, uh, and I've been enjoying it for years, I'm not as good as I know some other people are because, uh, I have a hard time creating this synchronizing some cards <laughs> i've never you know, been good and, at deck building which is why i was 0 yeah. and three 
<laughs> I love deck building, but the, I have a really hard time with, especially, I should say, a harder time now with these the newer mechanics in Magic the Gathering than I did when back in the '90s when there wasn't as many mechanics to worry about. But anyways, like the, like the saga cards. Yeah, like the soccer cards. So, and I know there's a lot of details there I could go into, but I won't. I won't bore you all with that. It's just I played that on the PC, got through. I won three out of the four uh, battles in that, and I did win a few cards to add to my collection. So that was fun. It you know scratched that itch. And then um, I'll speak about more detail in the monthly mayhem that uh, Dad's After Dark show has later. They have a beat your backlog, and we basically had to pick a game, and I picked Yoku's Island Express. It is a game I bought. Great game. Yes, I remember you did play it. That was like the first year the Switch came out, I think, is when this game came out. Actually, actually, in full transparency, I actually didn't play it. Uh, Jody did, which is oh, okay. very rare. Like Jody, it was a pitch. Jody likes pinball games. Okay. And like unique pinball games. So she played it. And so I just sat on the couch and just coached her and walked her through and, and helped her when she needed it. But like she played right. it and we just kind of, it was over like a couple nights we did it. It was great. Nice. She, I loved it. It was fantastic. I forgot, I forgot about that. Cause I remember, I remember you talking about it and I forgot that, that about that detail. So, but when you were talking about it, playing with Jody, I was like, that sounds pretty cool. I'm going to get that game. But I never touched it. I never opened it or anything and played it. So, and that's one of the criteria for the Dad's After Dark Monthly Mayhem for Beat Your Log. Again, I'll talk about more details later. But that's the game I started playing for that. So, and that's what I've been playing so far. All right, Justin. Coming back to you. Sure. What have I been playing? Uh, well, much like um, Timothy and I think Marty, uh, and maybe even Jesse Marvel snap that has, that has, that has got me loving that game. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I have like, been successful at avoiding installing the game. Yep. Once, <laughs> once it, once, once it's installed, it's got you, you know what I'm saying? It's uh it's got you. So uh, that has been, do it, Jesse. Great. Just do it. Just get it. Jesse. Peer pressure. Of, <laughs> speaking of peer pressure, speaking of, uh, of, Poor influences by Timothy off. Um, Tim was so kind as to, uh, during our time in New York, hand me his uh, Xbox Series S and said, Justin, I know that you've been thinking about, you know, trying it out. And I know that Stadia is, is, is gone. So you need to find another console to play with. Can I offer you this? Cause I've got it. Opened up my jacket and said, open up his jacket. He said, sir, look at the size of my, look at the size of this. And I said, wow, that is pretty small. (laughs) I did expect for it to be a little bit. (laughs) Jesse just bit up his water everywhere. It's the perfect size. It was what uh, it was the perfect size. It's right in a bag perfectly. Yeah. So I actually came home with a series S uh, which is you great. suck, by the way. I, I, I suck. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, set it up, and I have been playing my Series S. So a couple of things that I did uh, very quickly is I downloaded and installed Overwatch 2 and Fortnite. And I will say the following. The first game of Fortnite I had, I said the following. Oh, my gosh. There's actually clouds in the sky. I didn't know that existed in this game. Um, yeah. so I told you sudden, once, like, once you played Fortnite on that, you're not going to go back to this. Oh, yeah. The graphics all of a sudden came back. I was like, oh, wow, this is a game changer. 
Um, so that's been really great. Uh, and then, so I've been playing those and then I started dabbling a little bit into game pass. And so I have downloaded three games on from game pass to start playing first one being death loop, because that was one that I was on my radar. I really want to play. Second one was star Wars fallen, uh, order or fallen. Cause I hadn't finished that or hadn't, hadn't got far enough in stadia. I know that stadia is dying. So I'll play it there. And the other one that I've been that I've been whining and mincing about for so long has been Outer Wilds. Uh, and so yes. I have played about 45 minutes of Outer Wilds and I have no idea what is going on right now. <laughs> uh, but the answer I get from everybody is that's the journey and you should continue to play it. Um, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I, I have definitely been um, very impressed by the Xbox Series S. Uh, I've been very impressed with the user interface. Um, the not necessarily, there's a lot of advertisements and stuff like that, but now they have actually now just linked in Discord, so you can actually just go straight through Discord uh, on your Xbox. Um, the Xbox app works really great, so you can kind of pre-install and preload stuff. Uh, I've been really impressed with kind of the ecosystem that I've been playing with in there as well. Uh, so overall, very happy with with my experience, and it's it's very lovely over here behind this monitor. You can't see it; it's just a little bit of white in the bottom that you can see peeking out. And the other side is my switch, which is white over here. So there's a nice balance in the room. And the Xbox is on this monitor, and my Nintendo is on this monitor. Uh, so I feel like I've really set myself up for success. Nice, um, you got a nice little gaming station going nice on there. Little, it's very nice. I've uh, been enjoying my experience with it. So, yeah, awesome. Okay, I want it back now. Right now. <laughs> uh, well, well, that controller, well, well, I'll have to get you a new controller because that controller you sent me, I put it in my bag and something shifted and jammed one of the sticks. Ooh. And one of the, the left stick is now not attached to the controller. Wow. So if you do want it back, I do owe you a controller. <laughs> well, like I, I said, I, it was an I, extra one that well, came I, with and, it. And I so. have bought one. So I'm, just yeah, the one so that I'm I, glad you had an extra yeah, one yourself. Exactly. So, uh, but it would say it's been great. So I'm going to try and maybe open up story short, back together. This is why they don't, tell you to buy don't those send stuff home with Justin. This is yeah. why they tell you to buy those joystick cases. If yeah. you're going to travel, <laughs> yeah, jo- really bad. Uh, like, not oh, joystick, shit. but uh, you don't want to see how I pack my bag. Then it's just controller, 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 controller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been playing. All right. Just wrap. Okay. Um, so uh, speaking of game pass, I, you know, I've been playing Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, I rolled credits on that. For, you know, so that's like the second time completing that game. I did play it on the Switch when it first launched. And that was that's pretty much the game, the reason why I haven't been playing Mario and Rabbids. Uh, but so that game's done. Uh, Picross S8, I told Tim that I kept two of the large puzzles in case we got a chance to co-op them. We didn't get around to trying it. I finished them, so they're done. Um, well, yeah, escaping. because when we did try to do the co-op Picross, I just was not going fast yeah. enough to keep up with well, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, well, the co-op we did was we did it on Logic Pick, a different program. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. That was, with but that, still, it would have been the same result. In yeah, I, I think doing trying to do a forty by thirty would have been a disaster. Because <laughs> even those by myself took me an uh, almost an hour each. Now, if we do a get together sometime in the future where we actually bring our wives with us, 
I actually may be able to see if Nora could do a co-op with you. And I think you guys would knock out a puzzle in like seconds. Okay. Escape Academy DLC dropped. Yeah. When that, you know, the base game came out several months ago, I thought, for some reason, I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive, so I bought it on PlayStation and just bought the DLC with it. And then I found out, no, no, it was also on Xbox and on Game Pass. But so, so since I had the DLC already purchased, I played it. I didn't like the DLC as much as I liked the base game. The puzzles, I don't know, just seemed more obscure with less time. They didn't look. I don't know if it was just not enough time put in to polish them or. Just maybe the the lack of time in general, but uh, I I got to the final puzzle, and it's basically three or four smaller puzzles that you only have eight minutes to do, and the I the only one I was successful on was is you remember you know Minesweeper. Now think of Minesweeper being played on a first person perspective where you're walking on the grid as you walk on a square. If it's a safe one, the number shows up just like normal Minesweeper. And if you step on a bomb, you die, you start over, and you got to start over again. <laughs> so first, doing it in first-person perspective is weird because uh, I've never done it that way before. You have no way to mark the mines, so you kind of have to mentally keep note. And while the goal isn't to find all the mines like traditional your goal is to get to the opposite corner and again you'll only have eight without minutes to blowing do it. up without blowing up <laughs> you only have eight minutes to do it and i i think i did it in like six <laughs> you know and that was like the fourth attempt it took me a while to even get <laughs> that far and so that was the only one of the final eight minute puzzles i completed i'm like i don't know if i want to go back to this one but so in case you didn't know, DLC is out. DLC is out. Give it a try if you own it. Otherwise, don't. <laughs> Do it you want. Escape Academy. DLC yeah. for Escape Academy. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Um, the monthly mayhem that Tim talked about, I decided to give Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales a try. Since I bought that with my PS5, it's been you know, almost two years. I, got, I bought it in December of 2020. So definitely... A game that qualified. I haven't played it yet. It's at least a year old. And I couldn't get past the first mission. You know, I don't know. You know, Rhino's running away. I'm supposed to make sure he doesn't escape and he keeps on escaping. And I don't know if... They do have multiple difficulty levels. Like, the easiest one is Miles apparently can never get knocked out. But will that help me? on a chase mission where the guy can run away. I don't know. So I'm like, okay, that I, I think I played the game for 15 minutes total. And before it, but okay, okay, I'm done on that. Uh, <laughs> kind of disappointing that I paid 60 bucks for that game or $70 for that game. I don't know how much I came for. It came as part right. of the bundle. So I don't know what the breakdown was. Hmm. So I did not get my money's worth on that one. Um, a few more games left. Uh, I did a stream of about an hour this weekend. Atari 50, the anniversary celebration. We did have an, an advanced code, but I didn't get a chance to play it until it actually launched last week. Uh, 
when I first saw this, I thought, oh, is this, if this is just going to be another Atari collection, then I'm not going to go meh on it because I didn't like the last one. And, you know, the game selections is a lot of the same because they're still the Atari games. They do add uh, Saturn Jaguar games, so they do have more things. Some I tried some of them and you know the, from the Jaguar, and they were, they were bad games. So, not much, not nothing to write home about. So, if if it was only the collection, I'd say no, not worth it for the forty dollars. But the reason why you do would would want this is it's got a, basically a documentary that so far looks like it's really w- well thought out and done. There's documents that they share. There's videos that they share. I you know I've. I haven't gone back to it since I did my stream, so uh, I only got about 10 or 15 minutes into the documentary part before going into the games. But that that's the more interesting part in this. So if you want it for only the games, there's other ways to play the games. If you want it for the documentary, I think it's it's a good documentary, at least what little I've seen of it so far. And it, it looked I think cool I, from what you shared. It did I think cool. I've only... I think it gives me a percentage... It's like it's broken up into chapters, and I've only yeah. seen like four percent of the first chapter. So there's a lot there, but it was still cool. I liked how it was laid out, and plus how some of those games were playing, you know, because it was almost yeah. like a re- remix type thing. Oh, that reminds me the the thing I didn't like, and Marty's going to like this one. You know the ar- the arcade emulation. You're going to have to put in a hit a button to simulate putting in quarters. I'm not surprised with that. But they're not consistent. Certain different games have different buttons to represent that. Well, why can't that that be? There's enough buttons on the joystick or on the controller to have that constant. Like Mame manages to do it, and it's got seventy thousand games. So, I don't know. <laughs> so that for just in terms of emulation, that's my one nitpick. In terms of the games in general, they're the games. But yeah, if you getting watching the doc, the documentary is the real reason why you'd want to buy this. Uh, I played a little bit of a little to the left. I'm not sure I like it as much as I thought I would. Some, you know, I I'm about ten or fifteen puzzles in. Some of the puzzles have multiple solutions, and the game will tell you that. If you look at the list, you see stars above above the levels. This is that one where you're organizing things, but then the cat can mess it up, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got so like you, if you see a single star, then it's there's only one solution. If you if you see two stars, then there's two possible solutions. Like one is one of them that that has two solutions is a series of books, and if you line it up, the smallest one in the middle, and then go bigger towards the outer that's one solution the second solution is if you look at the bottoms of the spines you see like a wave pattern you, you know, puzzle those together to something something that looks smooth it looks like a, a picture that's the second solution so things like that uh there is a daily mode uh puzzle i don't know if if I don't solve one, if I go back to the next day, I get a different one, or if I'm stuck trying to solve the second one that I haven't solved yet. 
But uh, if if that's the case, I I looked at that second puzzle multiple times and uh, haven't been able to find the last piece. But uh, in the main game where I'm stuck is there's a lot of pictures that the frames are s- square against the wall, but the pictures themselves are skewed. So you have to skew the frame to make the picture line up. I am having a problem getting everything where I want it with the controller. I think playing this on a PC with a mouse is probably the best way to play this game. Which it is available on Steam, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay. And then, so, I, I'm not digging that game, but I, I think other people have. So, it, it just your mileage may vary on that one. And then finally, I, as we talked about earlier, I played the first hour or, you know, Hour for me because I was reading everything out loud. If I didn't, it probably would have been about 30 minutes of content of Pokemon Scarlet. I got it a day early because I bought it from the Japanese shop. So midnight there was about 10 a.m. my time. So I thought I could, that's when I could start playing it. Uh, I recorded an hour of footage, have it ready to go. It'll all upload it after, the sh- after we record this to, so it goes live about 8 a.m. tomorrow. So that'll be there to see. And then I'll probably end up... Uh, I, I remember several months ago, I bought game vouchers in Japan because I, they still had them available. And with the yen conversion, I got two two vouchers for $91. So I spent one on Pokemon. I'll probably spend the other one on, on Zelda when it comes out in May. So I'll be able to play Zelda a day early. And I'll probably make the same type of video. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, I've been playing a, a couple of games you can go see videos of over on our YouTube channel, so I won't talk about them very much. Uh, the first is Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, <clears throat> which is now available for Nintendo Switch. It is... Um, it's it's weird. I'm just going to put it that way. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, Are you, you saying it's not totally accurate? Oh, it's not totally accurate because you can have like woolly mammoths fighting elflings and all kinds of other stuff. But basically the campaign part, you are trying to, it's almost like a puzzle. You are using the resources you have to put out the units that you think will defeat the other team. Uh, You can unlock the ability to use all the units or you can play multiplayer. You play online. Uh, You can even control the units if you want to. It's, it's a really fun time. If you like insanity, um and battles also a game that totally has its hooks in me is rogue legacy 2 uh which i've been playing almost non-stop on my switch over the last week uh, i'm terrible at it it's an extremely difficult roguelike game but it's so much fun and there's uh lots of permanent unlocks uh if you like that type of thing to unlock different classes uh the hook with this game is that when you die you're actually playing as uh, the the offspring of the original character. Uh, and so when you go back through, instead of choosing your character class, you're given one of three options. Didn't the original game uh, work the same, similar? Yes. Yeah. So okay. you're given one of three options. Uh, and, and as you unlock character classes, there'll be different types of characters, different weapons. But in the beginning, it's just a single uh, type character class and just different attributes for each one, you know, like you'll have a different support weapons and different things like that. But 
there are bosses you can beat that kind of unlock and, and move the story forward uh, as you go. I'm just not like I've, I've made it to the first boss multiple times and cannot do it. It's I might have to level up a lot more just to be able to do it. And there's just all kinds of insane things that can happen uh, during the game. Like uh, in one of them, anytime you got hit, the modifier was that the lights went out for five oh. seconds. And so your character was in the dark. Uh, the, the last uh, one of the last runs I played was uh, old time film grain. So everything was sepia colored and was grainy. Um, there's, there's just all kinds of stuff going on. It controls great. It sounds great. It's wonderful. Art style is very whimsical. I really highly recommend it if you're into roguelikes and, the last, um, the last game I've been playing is Sonic Frontiers. I've actually been playing this on PS5. Uh, we uh, wanted to get a review copy for it, and we didn't, uh, which I guess is kind of fortunate because I've heard the Switch version is not as good as the others, of course. Uh, it's still passable, but um, this Sonic, it's, it's 3D Sonic. Uh, it works. Um, it does have some some interesting new mechanics. The story seems a little bit interesting. Uh, I've already fought a couple of extremely giant, like ball, mini boss type characters, where you have to like run up their arms and and attack points, you know, near their head. Um, but it's it's at the same time, it's also like like a lot of Sonic games. You can get to going way too fast and lose yourself, like, you know, just run off the edge or jump. And the controls are, are they feel floaty. They feel a little more floaty than I would like them to. Um, but there's tons to explore. And uh, it looks nice. It sounds nice. Uh, if you like Sonic, I, I would recommend it. It's something new. I would say that. It's, it's, it's worth checking out if you're a Sonic fan or if you just like big open world adventures. Um, so, yeah. Sonic Frontiers is out there, uh, and I'm sure it's pretty passable on most systems, uh, depending on what you have. Guys, that's what we've been playing. Let's turn on the Community Spotlight. All right, I'm going to talk about a couple things real quick, and then we'll move on to the community questions. Um, first off, just a reminder, we have our family podcast to go listen to. We got Game Pass News for Xbox stuff, Dad's After Dark show for Dad's stuff after dark, Retrologic show and their family of shows between Retrologic, On Topic Retro, Retro Groove, and Film Logic. All kinds of different things to listen to, so go make sure to listen to what you are interested in from any of those places. But the main thing I wanted to point out is just a couple of new reminders of what the Dads After Dark show has cooked up lately for the monthly mayhem and for the upcoming holidays. And that is monthly mayhem beat your pack back log, uh, which I brought up during our what we've been playing. I chose the uh Yoku's Island Express. Um uh, Jesse, you chose uh, Miles Morales, but sounds like you're probably going to pick a different game. <laughs> or just bounce all together. Or just bounce off of it. So Because I have so many new games to play, I can't play old games right now. Right. 
So basically beat your back catalog for the monthly mayhem is you pick a game in your back catalog that's like over one year old that you've never once played. You haven't touched it. You bought it, you put it aside, and you didn't play it. You beat that game and you must roll credits, essentially. Then you tell us, you tell the story about the game, uh, why you had it, etc., and then give a short written review. Uh, and then they'll, uh, the month, the, um, Dads After Dark crew will pick uh, a $15 winner based on the best game, story, and review. And then they'll uh, also have a lotto winner that gets a $10 eShop card. So prizes to be won, and uh, you have to enter in by December 22nd in order to be qualify. So again, that's the Beat Your Backlog. They also are running for our community at Presence After Dark. So if you're interested and you're in our Discord community, or if you're interested and want to join our community, you have to be in Discord to do it. Uh, You have to sign up by November 22nd. You sign up by private messaging Drew or John, that's the Blanc, on Discord with your shipping address. And Drew and John will then do private message each of us and give us the chosen gift E, the person that we get. we have to send our present to that person by December 11th, and it's a $25 value. And just for anybody listening, just because it's Dad's After Dark does not mean it's a Dad's After Dark gift. Because we we don't want to have to answer questions to our kids and our wives or anything like that. So please keep that in mind. <laughs> of course, if you have an understanding with anybody else on what you're doing there, then so be it. But just kind of throwing that out there. Some of us may not want that type of questioning going on. So, uh, uh, but yeah, send a present to your chosen giftee for $25. And then you open your present and make sure to take a picture or record yourself opening your present to post on Discord. So that is what's going on there for presents after dark. So be sure to check that out and go to their those specific channels under the Dads After Dark show channel. Uh, category excuse me they have monthly mayhem and then they also have presence after dark channels there that you can ask questions there so that is what's going on so with our community let's move on to our community questions which is the first one is from mitch our new patreon mitch and i don't think it's the same mitch but it's a different mitch (laughs) but anyways (laughs) congratulations on hitting 400 episodes and finally getting to meet each other in person i'm currently sitting with my saturday morning coffee in the channel Islands rewatching episode 400 and just enjoying seeing the four of you sitting in the same room. I've been meaning to reach out for a long time and this felt like as good a time as any to say a huge personal thank you for all the work that you do and the impact it had on me. I first came across your main podcast back in 2019. I not long started a new job over in the UK and it meant I was commuting a lot. To make use of the time, I started listening to podcasts, and whilst whilst initially a lot of them were work and business related, I then thought as someone new to the idea of podcasts, there must be some better podcast out there more aligned to my personal interest. So I searched on Spotify for Nintendo podcasts, and a couple of items down from the top there was one called Nintendo Dads. As a father of an 18-month-old at the time, this sounded like the perfect fit for me, and so I gave it a listen, and I have never looked back. I think the reason that what you do has resonated so strongly with me hasn't just been your love for Nintendo, which I very much share, 
but the parenting aspect to your discussions as well. I'm one of the few members of my friendship group with children, and for a time, I didn't feel like there was anyone I could talk to really about the challenges of being a parent. So when I hear the four of you talking about the challenges you faced alongside your love for Nintendo, it really resonates with me and makes me feel like I'm not alone. Even though these are people who live on the other side of the Atlantic from me and who I most likely will never meet in person, in many ways, they're going through the same things I am as a parent, and at many times, that has really helped me. Roll forward to 2022, and I now have two kids, one of whom is well on her way to being a little Nintendo fan herself. Kirby and Forgotten Land is very much her game of the year for 2022. And Nintendo Dads have become one of the few must-watch items in my week as I juggle work and family life. So I just wanted to take this opportunity to give a well-overdue thank you to Jesse, Tim, Marty, and Justin, and everyone else who helps to make your community what it is. Please keep going, don't give up, and I look forward to seeing how you're going to top episode 400 when you get to episode 500 in a couple of years' time. An avid fan from a little island of Guernsey, Mitch. Thank you. Mitch, that's very cool. Thank you so much for sharing that story. That's awesome. Um, we love kind of hearing 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 about that. So thank you. Thank you. That like we were talking about during extra life with the community just kind of having fun and doing those things to kind of keep us energized throughout the whole trip. These type of things definitely keep me energized, you know, and you know, because there's times where I think like am I you know, am I contributing to the Nintendo dads well enough, you know, and all that kind of stuff? Is it, is it doing any good? Am I just, you know, just a noise or whatever, <laughs> that type of thing. But hearing, you know, this kind of thing about all of us, you know, getting that type of information kind of, it's really a booster. So I, I, for one, definitely appreciate it myself too. So thank you. Mm. All right. So Brad, who goes by Max Power, has his question in Discord. Why do you think Nintendo added LED lights to the home buttons on the right Joy-Con and Pro Controller and has never used them for anything? <laughs> Notifications or game invites would make sense, but I always hoped they were going to add some kind of Street Pass-like feature to the Switch and use the lights for that. What do you guys think? It, it, you're 100% right, Brad, Max Power. Like it, it just doesn't logically make sense. <laughs> I think it's only ever been used for notifications, right? Like it flashes when there's like some, but it's like not a notification from a friend, right? And like, any like, of the games I've played, I I have not noticed it used at all. Um, I've yeah. seen it used for, I've seen it used for um, Ring Fit as a reminder. That's what I heard. Yeah, yes. to play the game, it flashes. At like two o'clock on a Monday for me, I get this like <laughs> ring, 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 ring. And every time I'm like, oh yeah, it does that. And then I don't do anything about it. Like, I'm just like yeah, I'm not, <laughs> oh, that's cute. I'm not getting up and doing it. I'm more, I'm more annoyed. I'm more like, I've right. turned this alarm off. Get out of here. Yeah. What was past Justin thinking he was going to do at two o'clock on a Monday? Get up and exercise. Get out of here. Yeah, what the heck? A, it's a carryover from the Wii U gamepad. Yeah. Cause it, and just never used. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some really cool things they could do with it. And I'm surprised for all the little things that Nintendo does every now and then that they have it other than ring fit. So very, very, yeah, weird. I, fact, I didn't know that that was an led until ring fit came out. <laughs> right. Because that wasn't, only... that wasn't in their marketing material. That was not something that they advertised. Yeah. That's the only one I've ever seen it used for. 
All right, David Koopa Kid eighty. Uh, I think uh, our newest member in our uh, Discord as well has a question with with a name like Pepper Grinder. Speaking of the game that we saw at Indie Direct or Indie Showcase uh, coming to the Switch from Devolver, what are some of the strangest indie non indie game titles you can think of that made you scratch your head? Project Octopath Traveler, perhaps. And then John, just real quick, had posted a game called Milk Inside a Bag of Milk Inside a Bag of Milk and Milk Outside a Bag of Milk Outside a Bag of Milk. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, John. John wins that. Like, that, I actually saw that. I didn't even know that. Our, that came yeah. through in our PR releases, like, this last week twice. And they're like, have you heard about this game? And I was like, are, is it a spelling error? Like, did they hit copy paste too many times? Like, <laughs> what is happening here? I think the game I came out like, last week. And I, I, like I saw PRs going horror. back almost a month talking yeah. about it. I was like, no. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah, no. That um, that wins for sure. I can't mm-hmm. think of anything that could beat that. And I really at the top of the. I can't think of anything at the moment anyways, but, <laughs> well, yeah, but at the time, again, as I mentioned earlier, Tokyo Mirage Session is just kind of a weird name. Uh, Sharp F.E. There- yeah, there was one that I actually went through the eShop today because I was like to check what was new. And there was one that actually caught my attention. So hold on with it. I want to make sure I get the name right. Because I was like, Uh-oh. wait, did they just do that? <laughs> uh, right. Give me a second. Because I was There's like, about a dozen pretty girls games out there. Yeah, this was this was a pretty girl game, I think. And I was like, wait, oh, what did course. you just do? Hold on a second, though. Yeah, those have some funny names, too. And, and right now, I'm just drawing a blank. I can't think of anything. Uh, I want to make sure I got this one right because I was like, I... I wonder if I have anything on mine right now that has a funny name. Here he is, Succubus with Guns. <laughs> there you go, Succubus <laughs> with Guns. Succubus with Guns. Um, yeah, that one was. Well, you, you know, know actually, the... go ahead. I was gonna say the funny part sometimes, like especially, is like you know when you look at, um amount of games that come in and like we as we as an organization get a lot of pr releases we get a lot of like access to stuff the the a game title has to grab me right it has i have to inquire enough to be like oh tell me more about that right if it's not a neat game i know and so some of these games like you just you're, you're like like donut dodo what tell me more like i don't know about that like um well the yeah. game i have also it has a hard name to remember that I pl- that I played because it was an indie showcase last time. It was the Dorf Romantic mm. or Dorf Romantic? It's that uh, you know um, kind of si- simplified city builder. Mm-hmm. You get tiles and stuff like that. And it's I really enjoy the game, but man, it's a hard game to remember the name of and very strange name too because yeah. I don't know if it means something. So, yeah, yeah, and I think, so I think like the naming conventions, like I mean, if you think it's a like, great example is Cult of Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. Right? Like that that game, like from a name title, you're like, wait, what? Like it just it grabs you. Like you're like right. cult. Okay, hmm. Cause you think lamb, sacrificial. Like there's a lot of like naming, like the name of a game. There is like, so much in that and, that brings you, you forward. Know, some religions refer to their flock, quote unquote, as lambs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that thing. I'm going through my library, and this is a weird one. Just call it the Rusty Sword, Vanguard Island. It's basically 
a Zelda clone that has like one dungeon. It takes like a half hour to play through it, and it was it yeah. was like ninety nine. I think ninety nine cents on the eShop. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. It, it scratched that itch a bit. How about how about Doki Doki Literature Club? Yeah, like that's a great game. You're like, wait, what? Like, like it just <laughs> like like sometimes it's enough that it catches you to say, like, I don't really understand what's going on there. Right. Twelve twelve minutes is another great one. Right. You're like, okay, hmm, what? Like in regards to just 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 titling. Um, yeah. But then I think a game like The Wild at Heart. Do either of you guys know the the game The Wild at Heart? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I. I played that. I don't remember what it was about, but I played it. It's 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 this fantastic kid story the, game. That's like the, that it's the, like a Pikmin ripoff. Yeah, okay, well, Pikmin fantastic, clone. Yeah, fantastic art style. But like, it's a game that if you did not know, you wouldn't know. Do you know? Like, yes, like you would. Like it just kind of goes past you. It doesn't grab you. Um, so I think that's the challenge of it. Um, I, you know, I think there's other great great games like the game From Space. That's yes. like when you think of it, you're like, oh, it's probably just some weird like on rail or some shooter. No, that's a great like game. Um, Lone McLonegan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sometimes love, games can just get lost in the titling. Yes. Love Esquire. But I do I have really to say, know. though, that milk inside a bag of milk inside a bag of milk and milk outside a bag of milk outside a bag of milk. That's the worst one I've heard. It is worst, but it's like why but why? it literally it did exactly what it needed to do which was when it came into the tutorial inbox i was like this game i have no interest in but i now i want to actually watch the trailer to figure <laughs> out know what, what it is. is yes right that's funny yeah okay let's keep going all right let's go with the next one is from elvis mecca another one he's got is my friend shellshock prime yeah we know shellshock he's he's part of our community actually um He's been tweeting out dad jokes recently. Let's hear your dad best dad jokes for the show this week, both good and bad ones. But Jesse responded to that comment, commenting, saying the problem is the best dad jokes come on the fly. You can't really prepare for them. So, which is true, but I'm sure we can come up with something. So Elvis, while Justin is researching that a little bit, I got one for you. Ready? Oh, there we go. All right. What did the green grape? Say to the purple grape. Breathe, you idiot. Breathe. <laughs> nice. I tried uh, out a new I tried out a new blender yesterday. Results were mixed. Right. Yes. This this is what I, I'm sure I've said on the show before, but I, I said this during my, my daughter's wedding rehearsal. I, I said this, I, I did the setup, my brother-in-law did the punchline, and my ex-wife just yelled, oh my God! Like, she couldn't believe that that just happened. It, so, the joke is, how do you know when a joke becomes a dad joke? Mm. When it's a parent. Aha. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what, do you, I, what do you call a parrot that can't fly? What do you call a parrot that cannot fly? A walkie-talkie. Yep, that'll do it. Ninfrando in chat says, "I don't trust stairs." Why don't you trust stairs, Tim? They're always up to something. Whoa! Ninfrando in the chat. Did you hear about the guy that invented knock-knock jokes? 
he just won the Nobel Prize. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. I, I always like stumbling upon those videos too, where those guys, there's like two guys telling bad dad jokes to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And every now and then there's one that just makes the other one just crack up. Yeah. I love those. Those are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right. John has a question. The last few years, after years of being a contractor, I've taken all of Thanksgiving week off thanks to that sweet, sweet PTO. And each time I've made sure to finish games before the long break so I can start something new, long, and meaty. Any other dads planning on the same? What you playing? And before you answer, David again comes back, the Koopa Kid, followed up with, Happy pre-Thanksgiving, John. That's awesome that you have next week off. I have Wednesday through Friday off and I'm looking to finish up the new Mario and Rabbids game and play some more of Atari 50 collection. My youngest son and I have enjoyed playing the new Haunted House and combat games on the Atari collection. One of the best collections I have ever played. I also would love to start a new Breath of the Wild game as I think I can finish by the time the new game comes out. And then he goes also to asking what's everybody else going to play. So in Canada, it's not the week off, right? Uh, although I work for an American company, I will tell you, I still work, but it's a very quiet work week. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, so yeah, for me, it's not like a, any different game. I think what I would say right now is that I am kind of going into like my, the backlog season. I have kind of seasons throughout the year where I do a lot of like, hey, you know, we've got a lot of games that are up and you know, a couple of weeks of back-to-back games. Then there are other ones where it's like, Nothing's piqued my interest for a couple months. This is probably starting that season, if I'm being very honest. Like nothing on the horizon except for some indie games uh, are piquing my interest right now. So I'm probably, if I go back to my Switch, yeah, I want to spend some more time. I actually want to work more through Mario and Rabbids, I think. Uh, I did pick up It Takes Two, so I'd love to spend some time with Jody and work on playing that together. Um, so I think just kind of, yeah, tackling some of those backlog ones. Uh, I think the only big game I've got really prepped, or no, I shouldn't say prepped, but excited for uh, upcoming is uh, Sports Story. Uh, in December but other than that it's probably just cleaning off some of those indie games that I have on my docket uh, finishing off Tunic I'm, I'm just about done so I want to finish that off nice um, yeah that's kind of what I'd be playing in the next probably I think as we as we finish off 2022 I think those are the games I'm looking forward to finishing that's awesome Jesse what you got in mind yeah no in previous years that was the uh, Dragon Quest 11 filled that holiday slot when I had like two weeks off around Christmas and uh had a lot of time. I don't think I'm taking. I think I only have one full week off at the end of the year. I'm working a little bit every week in December until then, so I don't think I'll be able to do that. But you know, I do have. Again, we'll have the Pokemon. I'll have Dragon Quest Treasures coming. We have Sports Story coming. Uh, I still haven't even touched. You know, I still have Mario and Rabbids. Haven't touched Persona yet, and there's two more Persona games coming in January. <laughs> So, I have more games than time right now, <laughs> even with a yes. holiday. And like I like I mentioned, I'm hopeful I will be able to jump into God of War, Ragnarok. Looking forward to playing that. Um, uh, I'm definitely interested in some of the indie games, possibly a Pokemon game. We'll see. Uh, but if we don't get a code for that, then you're getting a code for it. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say it usually I meant, ends up I meant being. To you, I meant to tell you that yeah, you're getting a code tomorrow morning for it. Okay, 
I was going to say, if it wasn't, if, if it's not for that, then it's probably going to be one of those Christmas things where we, you know, because we usually end up getting, I I usually end up getting the opposite game the kids don't have. So, because <laughs> I know they're interested in playing as well. Um, but I also have that Yoku's um, Island Express to try to complete up here soon. So, uh, but one, one of the games that I'm thinking of playing some more of is that Fuser game that I've started playing when we were doing Extra Life. And maybe doing some streams, you know, every one in a while, once in a while on a Friday night, just, you know, banging out some uh, doing DJ Showtime type stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know what type of music that game has, but I'm sure I joked that our stream will take three weeks to render to process. Yeah. Two weeks in still processing. So, yes, one week to go before my prediction is comes true or not <laughs> but we're going to get copyright claimed on that i bet oh <laughs> I'm sure we are we'll see I'm yeah that's sure true we, we could probably cut that out but i did uh i did cut it out from our um twitch twitch side and made it a highlight so i haven't seen anything from that side though but we'll see um i also did cut out the uh Splatoon 3 part when I was doing the turf battle, card battle. So, saw that. I enjoy that as well. So, but yeah. Um, and then whatever else new comes out, probably for Christmas holiday that the kids want to play and, uh, and want me to play with them. So, we'll see. I've been, I really haven't been trying to plan anything anymore. It's just more of how do I, what do I in the mood to play? And sometimes mm-hmm. that ends up being a new backlog title because I'd end up not wanting to play it anymore <laughs> or there's something I'm really into and I try to go to finish it. So, yeah. And the other trick is that like next week, we're going to be getting some black Friday sales from Nintendo. I know the, yeah. uh, the European eShop has reopened up theirs and they've got some pretty banger uh, sales. So if you've got games that you've maybe put on your wish list, make sure you flag them because next week is going to be some pretty deep sales uh, this week or, or this, this Black Friday week coming up. And then right around Christmas time, they do another really deep cut uh, as well, trying to get some uh, those Spend sales. that eShop so, money you get for Christmas. Yeah, so make sure you flag that stuff. All right. Yes. All right. A great question again from our community. Uh, questions from the Patreon, the Funchy Bunch. Mm-hmm. Hey, daddies. First, want to congratulate y'all. Oh, I like 20- that. <laughs> First, want to congratulate y'all on the 24-hour stream. Unfortunately, missed it due to some unforeseen issues at home. Will you be uploading parts of it on YouTube? Should still be there, at least in Twitch side. Uh, and uh, some Twitch of some side, yeah. some of the things well, we've clipped, we put on the YouTube side as well. Well, I know the the, the twenty that's like twenty-three hour and four fifty-minute stream or so. Um, it says it, you see it there when it's uh, when you search for it, but last I tried to play it, it wouldn't play. Yeah, it's still rendering, right? So, wow. Yeah, so I'd again, say wa- it, I'd say watch it over on Patreon. Or sorry, yeah, I, I, I don't Twitch. know if on Twitch. Any yeah. Of, yeah, I don't know if any of us wants to go through and make clips out of a twenty-four hour recording. That would take probably two days just to download it. Uh, well, yeah. if you if you guys <laughs> what you guys can do like what Justin did with the cookie thing. Uh, just we have, I think three days left before that video expires. The whole 24 hours expires on Twitch side. Um, 
So if there, if you guys and Nintendo dads want to see anything clipped, or even our audience, if there's something you want to see I, clipped, just let me know the time. To, might not be a bad idea, Tim, just to download that file offline, so we can, so that we're not abided by Twitch's three day limit. There, right? That's gonna be a long download, but that's good idea. Start it before you go to bed. <laughs> All right, I will do that once we're done here tonight. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, I'll remember. Yeah, well, it, could, it could also be downloaded. You know, if you're talking about the full stream, we could we could be down we could download it off of YouTube as well. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's keep going here. We can talk we post show about that one. Yep. All right. So and now for my question. As dads who run a Nintendo podcast that have now spent time together after midnights, what's your favorite song from Taylor Swift's new album Midnights? And as a bonus, if picking a favorite song is too difficult, was there ever music your kids listened to that you got sick of hearing on repeat? Yeah. had a coworker say to me the other day, I don't want to hear about Bruno. I'm tired of listening to Encanto's soundtrack for my kids. Yeah, I'd say, uh, so first, in regards to Taylor Swift, Antihero is the best song of that album. Uh, second, uh, Let It Go from Frozen on constant repeat in my house, <laughs> in my car, as I drove around my two daughters. Uh, there was one point where I just, it just broke me. And we were driving down on a sunny summer day in Lethbridge and I opened up all the windows in our car and I blared it as loud as I could. And we sang along as loud as we could at every red light uh, with actions and drama associated with it. Uh, Because at that point I just felt like Disney won. Nice. (laughs) I'm probably typically, I, I like more dancey stuff from Taylor Swift. So I like shake it off. I enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about you, Jesse? You have any Taylor I, Swift favorites? I couldn't tell you a single song she's done because I don't listen to <laughs> I don't I really don't listen to modern music anymore. I haven't in right. a long well, time. It was pretty good. My daughter was pretty excited to it. We listened to it. I think Antihero is the best song. So uh and actually if you are a fan of Dermot Kennedy like I am, he actually did a cover of uh Antihero uh on BBC One. Uh, radio BBC radio uh, a couple days ago and Dermot Kennedy has a new album out uh, just dropped today uh, which is fantastic he's an Irish uh, songwriter uh, which is which is great then you comment about yeah you comment about let it go uh, you know that and want to build a snowman probably would be my best answers but I'm probably part of the problem in my house Mm. because around at that time my son and I was into transposing music and making music playable on a cello and, and our other instruments that we have around the house. So, you know, somewhere on my hard drive, I think I have a Let It Go cello game, uh, solo song wow. and a snowman for cello. So, yeah, I was part of the, definitely part of the problem. <laughs> right. Not the solution. And Funchy Bunch, if you've heard earlier, the uh, links will be open all year, the rest of the year to donate. But in order to be eligible for prizes for Extra Life, you have to donate by November 30th because that's our cutoff date. So, but again, you can donate anytime because his question was when, you know, are we closing any of those links? But no, they don't close until the end of the year. So So, I read his name as Funky Bunch. Even though I got funchy, C H is, is a chi, C-H. isn't it? C H I is a chi. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, question from Twitter, Jamie Penny. 
Hi, Nintendo Dads. Just wanted to send you a message to say congratulations on making it to 400 episodes of the show. I found your show to be very relatable as I am a Nintendo dad myself with two daughters. While I'm a relative newcomer to your community, I thoroughly enjoy what everyone brings to the show, whether it's Business Justin, Jesse's Poke Minute, or just the general banter between the four of you. I hope that you relish your time uh, first time being all together in person and that your friendships are solidified even further. Keep up the fantastic work and here's to 400 more. Regards, Jamie from Queensland, Australia. Thank you for all awesome. of those great comments yeah, from all our I people overseas. The, like, two, yeah, I was going to say two of, those, two of those emails from people overseas, which is incredible. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, you ready to close out the show? All right. Yeah, it's been, it's been a show. <laughs> all right, oh, let's so do this. Actually, we'll also talk about this. Next week, uh, I guess as I was kind of was alluded, it is Thanksgiving in the U.S. So I, I think, gentlemen, you'll take the week off, right? Again, and you're gonna do your probably, Canadian show. I'll probably do a solo show. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not managing that one again. That was an absolute <laughs> chaos. Uh, that was the pro- best thing, though. Oh my gosh! I may do a Canadian show, or I'll do a solo show, um, or I'll figure something out. But uh, you, right. yeah, the, it'll, it'll be off, folks. Have, well, the, these guys will have the week off. I'll do a Canadian show. Um, it may, may just be a solo show again, so but we'll figure it out for next week. Just make sure you bring some maple syrup. That's all maple syrup, <laughs> maple syrup mousses. All right, here we go. We have 6,541 subscribers, we've busted the 6,500 mark for YouTube. Thank you all for helping us get to that point. Now, on we're looking forward to that 7,000 mark. So, help us get there, pass us on. Pass us our name around. Get us to that mark. Thank you. <laughs> Twitch over. Also, what- most of our people who watch our channel are not subscribed to our YouTube channel. Like I looked at the actual subscription rate. 75% of people who watch our content on YouTube are not subscribed. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit that subscribe yeah. button. What I, hit the bell. So when I do my live streams, when I do my wrap up, I normally say, and if you're not, if you don't know, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. And I try to spiel that a little bit. Yes. After knowing that, yeah, yeah, there's three fours of the people aren't subscribed. So that's amazing how that works sometimes. And we also have that problem over on Twitch, kind of, where we have a ton of followers, 1,300, over 1,300 followers, but 20 subscribers. But thank you to those 20 subscribers to, to for subscribing us. And don't forget, you can access a lot of fun things in our Discord community if you're not already there. Get 20% off your Manscaped order with free shipping with the code NINDADS. Don't forget about that. Check out our merch store via nintendodads.org slash merch. But also, just go to our website, nintendodads.org, and you'll be able to see all kinds of stuff there, like our YouTube videos, tweets, podcasts, social media, our link to Extra Life, so you can donate to anybody on our team. All kinds of stuff going on there. Um... Go there for all kinds of information. Uh, huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Solo Something, and RJ Kern. Always thankful for our producers there. You can find us in most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube by typing Nintendo Dads, or you can email us at nintendodads. Excuse me. Blah, blah, let's try that over. Nintendodads at gmail.com, or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. Download from your favorite podcast app of choice like CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, 
which doesn't exist anymore, YouTube Music or Spotify. Uh, and if you're if you're in a app that gives reviews, please give us a five star review. Anything less, you can now give that to Carpool Gaming, any of their teams. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. But five star definitely for us, <laughs> for me, for Justin, for Jesse, and for Marty who had to bail. Check you all later. Bye bye. Thank you for listening into Nintendo Dads. Wobble Puffet, Wobble Buffet, Maple Syrup Mooses.